Hello and welcome to another episode of the Never A Straight Answer podcast, the podcast that aims to cover a wide range of topics from conspiracy theories to popular culture and news. I'm your host Gaz and joined in the studio, it's the birthday boy Taylor. Hey, anyway, good evening, thank you very much. Oh, happy birthday to you. Thank you. And you look like one, two. Better living in a zoo. Happy birthday, mate. Thanks, mate. And yeah. thank you for all uh, uh, my birthday wishes as well. Oh, yeah, you tw- Twitter was alight with was. Um, birthday birthday messages it for was. you, wasn't thank it? Thank you very much to every one of you. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It beautiful. Is, Did you do anything Good nice? People, Did I do anything? Uh, to be honest, no, I was looking into something uh, that I was talking to with um, someone uh, last week. Right. About uh, the, uh, the birth certificate. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 which is coming up in an up-and-coming episode. Yeah. So don't give too much away. I won't. I will be bringing ah. more then because I'm looking into it a bit more because things have changed. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it's been, well we'll get into that, but it's been another week. It has. It's been it's yes. been a pretty eventful week, to be honest. Uh, world <laughs> yeah. seems to be going back into some variant levels of lockdown over the over the last week. Yeah. I was I started to think of being a bit optimistic, and then everything starts going weird again. Yeah. Uh, besides that, um, other than that, obviously been watching talking about birthday boys. Been watching the boys. Yes, we have. Let's hear it for the boys. Yeah, yeah. let's hear it. For, it's been amazing. This it's series. It's been a good series. Yeah. Yeah, you've caught up finally. I have, so yeah, I feel yeah. like I've got someone to talk to a bit about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, no, no, it's been made, been really good. I won't spoil it, but nope. get get on it. Amazon Prime, um, obviously. Um, there's a link in the description where you can sign up for Amazon Prime um, to get the boy. You can watch the boys, watch yeah. a couple of shows actually, um, and there'll be a link in there where you can sign up for a 30 day trial. Yes. Max it and then just cancel it in it. Yeah. Make sure you cancel no, it no obligation. Yeah. That's what you do. Make sure you're on the ball. Other than that, been doing a bit of the winter deep clean around the house, doing all them bits and pieces, um, yeah. and you know, you know, pulling out the appliances, hurting me back. Oh yes, yeah, you all that. Oh, do you know what I have been doing? Um, watching um, what we do in the shadows, season two. Never seen it. So good. If you've never seen it, it's um, oh yeah, it's. It, do you know what? It doesn't do it justice when anyone tries to explain what we do in the shadows. Just watch it. Yeah. It's an FX series, but I mean the original documentary. Yeah. Um, if you liked for the the new four movie and Taiko Atita, um, it's him and Jermaine Clement from the Flight of the Concords. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant series. Right. Um, but yeah. Well, well if I see it, check I'll, it out I'll if you do get a, the opportunity. If you do get the opportunity, but yeah, it's called oh. What We Do in the Shadows. It's about vampires, but it's a uh, comedy. Okay. It's a comedy spoof type thing. So. Uh, besides that, we have got a kind of talking about sp- spookiness. Oh yeah, um, we have got an absolute epic episode coming for you today. Oh yeah, um, we're going to be joined by special guest Keith Linda. Yeah, man, the author of the book "The Buffalo Hell House: Poltergeist of Washington State." It's a true story. Yeah. So make sure you stick around for that. Freaky shit that goes on, man. It's a pretty cool story. So yeah. uh, Keith will be with us. He'll be joining us and telling us all about it. Yeah. Telling about his own experiences. Uh, living in a house with a poltergeist, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> if that's not worth sticking around for, I don't know what is. Um, but we'll get on to that a little bit later on. We will. We will. Because 
we have got a new um, segment that we've been doing the last couple of weeks. We have. Well, last week we started it, didn't we? Yeah. It's um, a new segment that we've called, well, we'll let the uh, the jingle say it. Where's my jingle? <laughs> Your jingle on. Oh, my jingle's gone. Oh, oh, oh went off, see, this is the thing. <laughs> do you know what? Best laid plans oh. of mice and men and all the rest of it. You try and get your jingle going, and then it, it doesn't. There you go. Uh, right, I'm going to do that again. Yeah, do that again, so the so can hear it. the new the new the new um, jingle. jingle for the new segment is this. NASA, why don't you get a job? There you go. That was much better. That, that was much yeah, better. Was Thank good. you very much. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. NASA, why don't you get a job? Yes. Well, what have you been? We've been looking because basically, <laughs> obviously, it's hard times at the moment. Oh yeah. And oh, obviously, yeah. we, you know, we want people to have the best, the best um, employment Chance. options yeah. when it comes to the next career. I mean, you might be, you know, furloughed or you're waiting on finding or you're looking for a new job. Yeah. And obviously, you know. We want you to guys to have the best opportunities. Yeah, so so we we've had a look yeah. for some of the weirdest jobs we can find. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I yeah. believe that you've uh, got a bit of a perler for us. I have actually, yeah. Um, how would you like to be a worm picker? A worm picker? A worm picker. What, wait, picking, wor- picking worms? Picking I've been worms. picking worms a good long while, in me, field. in a field. Yeah, get your, get your fingers Is all this for bait? Is this for, like, bait for fishing? Or? Uh, yeah, I, I should imagine it's for all kinds uh, of different uh, things. How much are they paying? Hey, good wages. I Is it good wages? Good. Yeah, yeah. Competitive? Yeah, uh, call uh, uh, I've been a, I were a maggot picker for a good few years. 25,000 a year. 25,000 a year? Yeah. from worm picking yeah you, you gotta watch your back obviously oh, you, might, you get a bad back yeah. and plus you're in the muck all day yeah you know yeah. what i mean it's not exactly glamorous work you, but for 25 grand a year that's it that's it you know i suppose I mean? is there overtime uh I, yeah i believe so yeah and how do you apply on which how would you apply you see you just got to kind of go in i'm assuming that the you, if you if you searched worm picking jobs yeah they come up straight away in america by the looks of oh things. is it just an american well, thing well i've got it under dollars so i'm presuming it's america Ah, yeah. well, I've got, I found this job, um, chief listening officer. Oh, listening yeah, for you, what? Listening, <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? 60 grand a year plus. Oh, is yeah, it? Yeah, chief listening officer. Okay. Um, it's an unusual job, but it's uh, basically, it's social media type stuff. Right. All right. So a company will hire you, yeah. right, to uh, basically listen in about their brand. So, oh, right, yeah, because uh, uh, they used to do it when um, you used to go on Twitter. If you had a complaint against like a company, you'd put it on Twitter and straight away the company would contact you and go, bang, oi, uh, what can we do for you? you cause well, yeah, it's usually because you've tagged them in. Faster. Yeah. If you've, if you've put them at their name, then of course, they, yeah. they've, they've, they're going to be notified that you've mentioned them. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's why, but yeah. these guys are hired. And it's a, like I say, good wage. Yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah. to um, to finger, to try and I might go for it myself. You know, you just basically listen out for good or bad comments, and it's to help improve productivity and our products and services. Yeah, uh, I think it's a good idea, but it's a bit kind of like uh, it's a bit evasive, a bit, isn't it? Yeah, and a bit wasteful thing as well. Why do you think wasteful? Because of the money that the company will be bringing in, instead of uh, sharing it between the people who are actually working there, they've actually put it into one section. Yeah, but does it not really help make your like company you said, work invasive. better? 
Yeah, I think it, it is really, a bit of a, It's going a bit, you know, and a maybe bit a, above mm, and beyond. Well, no, I mean, to be fair, you want to know what you co- what people are saying about your company and if it's, it's um, good or bad, feedback, yeah. Sur- uh, like yeah, yeah but this is it. You wait for feedback to come to you. You don't go actively looking for it. Yeah. Googling. That's like the equivalent of Googling your own name, isn't it? Yeah, well, let yeah, us know what you think. Well, you can yeah. apply for that job. Um, it's chief listening officers. And I might do um, it. yeah, for that was listed on monster.com. Um, also, obviously, you might want to retrain. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I found this. Um, it's a diploma oh. you can obtain oh, in fine. ghost hunting and paranormal investigation. Is, it, is that kind of it's official? a legit, it's a legit, well, yeah, you get a certificate, obviously, okay. a certificate, you get a certificate, man, it's legit, Yeah. what well, do you want? Yeah, but what is the, yeah, the certificate could well, say anything, though. Well, their diplomas in ghost hunting and paranormal investigation gives you all the skills you need to carry out a scientific investigation, uh, they teach you all about the different types of spirits you may encounter, oh. the equipment you need to use um, to find them, Yeah. Um, how to run a perfect paranormal investigation, and how to turn your hobby into a full-time business. Uh, they cover, on the course, all types of spirits, ah. signs of hauntings, yeah. ghost haunting equipment, investigations, um, evidence analysis, uh, setting your setting up your own paranormal investigation business and group, yeah. and um, turning your hobby into a business. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. More of them go and, out, then the more evidence we And get on successful completion of the course, you will be posted out a certificate... So right. it doesn't get much more official than that. That is true. I cannot true. say more. Um, also, you know, obviously, there you go. That's, a That's good it. Idea. But also, if you wanted to get involved and yeah. um, you know, send us if you've yeah, seen you've a mad seen job anywhere, much, just yeah. fucking send it over to yeah. never never straight answer at gmail Also, we run another segment. Um, what's fucked up where you're from we do. so if you've got any kind of um, urban legends or paranormal happenings happening in your local area we'd love to hear from hear about yeah. about it yeah yeah, yeah. definitely I was getting a bit tongue-tied there <laughs> I do apologise so you should <laughs> cheers brah so uh, there you go that's the segment over yeah. right well this is the part of the show where normally I riddle, riddle Taylor, you do, you right? Do. But because I felt like I was putting him on the spot a little bit, you were, and I was shit at it, and he was terrible no, at riddles. I got one. Right, I got a riddle just in case because I wasn't sure he was going to come through with one I'm coming this through, week. So, yeah. But I've, we've decided he's going to he's going to put his riddle to me this week. Yeah. So I've actually got two. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, listen up. Go, go for it. I can be. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I can be, bought, but I can also be stolen. With a glance. Is it? I'm worthless to one, but priceless to two. What am I? Your heart. No. Say it again. I can't be bought. Right. But I can be stolen with a glance. I'm worthless to one, but priceless to two. What am I? 
Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so I can't be stolen. No, I... You can be stolen. I can be stolen. Can't be bought, I can't be bought. Can't be so bought. I can't be bought. You can be stolen with a glance. With a glance. With a glance. Uh, you're worthless to one. I can be but stolen with a glance. So it's I could I can be bought. Yeah. But I can be stolen with a glance. Yeah. I'm worthless to one, but priceless to two. What am I? Cheesy biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll have a think about that yeah, during the show. Yeah, um, but yeah, like I said earlier. Um, our sponsored segment for the uh, episode is um, Amazon. Um, so yeah, if you wanted to get over, you can get. Um, we're offering a thirty-day free trial on Amazon Music and yeah. um, a thirty-day trial on Amazon Prime Video as well. Um, links are in the description. But it's good time for it because obviously Amazon as well have launched the fact that they do podcasts now. So they, yeah, I yeah, believe you so. can get yeah, all your yeah. podcasts yeah. over, and you can find Never a Straight Answer over there as well. And that includes on the Amazon Alexa. So if you just basically um, got one of them dodgy devices that yeah, listens well, to everything you do, little dodgy man um, in the you can say, hey, listen to the Never a Straight Answer podcast yeah. and it'll do it. Yeah. So, hey, that's something, isn't it? Yeah. Try it out. Yeah, Let yeah, us know how you get on. trying it just to see if you can. But yeah, yeah, you can get a 30-day free trial, um, which obviously yeah. agree you can um, sign up and then cancel any time. Um, yeah, yeah, get over and watch the boys. Get yeah. on ours, you know the dance. It's yeah, all good. You know the cookie, my son. But you know cookie. that leads us to our uh, main episode. Yeah. Big guest guy, yeah, man. Uh, Keith, Keith yeah. Linder, absolute spectacular guest. He's um, yeah. joining us in the studio, and um, yeah. So we're joined tonight by uh, Keith Linder, um, who's an author um, and basically he's been through some paranormal activity of his own. Um, he's wrote a couple of books. Um, the first book is about his first experience, second book about his, the second property he lived in. And he's here today to uh, tell us a bit more about his, his um, story. So welcome to the show, Keith. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Um, things are good in, outside of Seattle, Washington. Um, on this gray cloudy rainy day on a saturday but pretty good well pleasure for to, to come on honestly yeah man so um how how this came about is like keith emailed us and uh, basically said you know um i've would love to talk to you guys because i've got kind of this story of basically i've lived in a couple of um houses which is which have had um poltergeists is that correct yes so do you want to fill us in? Because I'm really intrigued with this story. So go on. Oh, yeah, can't wait, man. Uh, yeah, so let's rewind back and uh, go back to May 2012. Um, the city is Bothell. Bothell is a suburb of Seattle, Washington, about 20 miles or 20 minutes uh, northeast of Seattle. Right. And uh, May 1st, that was the year me and my girlfriend moved into a, almost a brand new home. The home was built in 2005. We moved in 2012. And two-story, single-unit, nice neighborhood. And uh, me and Tina, that's her name, we never in our life uh, knew about the paranormal. We had no experience with the paranormal. Um, and safe to say, no interest. In the paranormal. Well, you, I mean, I think unless you're kind of interested in that from, a, you know, 
as a morbid curiosity. I mean, it, not a lot of people are, is it? It's quite a, 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 yeah, a niche thing, isn't it, really? Day-by-day day lives. And that's what we were doing. I had a, I'm an IT professional, and we both have been together two years. So we move in, and uh, lovely home. The day we went to go get the keys to the home and sign the papers uh, was interesting was the day we had our first activity, which if you understand Portuguese phenomena, uh, that's extremely rare. Was that not for... alarm bells straight away for you? That you, you know, you've not uh, even signed not for first. the keys. <laughs> we shrugged it off because like I said, we were new. And what, ha- what had happened was um, we were sitting talking, me and Tina uh, in the living room. House is empty, we have no kids. Uh, the homeowner had left. And we're just talking on the floor of the home, and out of the clear blue, we hear a kid cough. Oh! Now this was a weird, loud, clear-cut kid cough that sounded like it came from one of the rooms upstairs. I remember looking at Tina, Tina looking at me, and we both said at the same time, "Was that a kid cough?" That's how that's how real it was, and we felt it was odd. It sounded like it came from inside the house. That's how loud it was. But we have no children. The house is empty. So we shrugged it off thinking that had to have come from outside. Even yeah. though all the windows are One closed. One of them things. Well, yeah. It's, I think that's one of those things where it's like he might think it was louder, but maybe because the house is empty. Like you say, yeah. you kind of your logic kicks in, doesn't it? And you start thinking. Yeah, logic kicks in, and you got other things you're more excited about than a kid cough. And like I said, we have no experience with the paranormal, so there's there's nowhere to go with that except, oh, that's interesting, that's weird. Let's yeah. talk about our house again. Yeah. However, a few weeks after we moved in. Uh, we started having items missing or go missing. Uh, my extra set of car keys, keys I never used, uh, were gone. Uh, Tina's jewelry, jewelry she uses periodically, um, have disappeared. Now, we've only been in the house a few weeks, and well, there's only sure, you like, two there you as well. Somewhere. Yeah. The first thing you think is we must have lost these things while moving. Right, yeah, or they, they're just misplaced, or because they're, they're not in the regular place you would normally leave them. It's all new, isn't it? So yeah, I can yeah, totally see that. And generally, things will start, you know, showing up again. Oh, you know, this box or that box, or I thought I packed it here, but I, I actually packed it there. But um, the flip side of that is while we're having items go missing, and that includes our silverware. You know, we wake up have dinner, have breakfast, and you notice you're constantly searching for silverware. Like, I thought I could have swore we had more knives than this or forks. But the flip side of all that, the part that you can't really disavow, you can you can disavow and shrug off things that you own that are missing. Mm. It's hard to shrug off when items start appearing in your house. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That, that, that don't belong to you. Own. Jeez. And when I mean appearing... I mean, kid kind of toys. Objects? Going oh, back to right. that kid cough again. And these items are out in the open. These are not items you're finding hiding behind large appliances. These like are you walk items past somewhere and then you walk back and it's there. Yeah, something really blatantly left in a position where you're going to see it. It's, it's on the yeah, coffee it's, table it's, or it's, on the it's, stairs. It's there. Your path 
directly for you to interact with. It's something that you see in your direct path. And you wake up in the morning, you come downstairs to make a cup of coffee, and I kid you not, all your kitchen cabinet doors are open. Oh, Every no. last one of them, top, lower counter, kitchen cupboard, kitchen closet. Straight away, that's when I'm I'm on the websites looking for a new place, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thought we were being pranked by the neighborhood yeah, resident. But thought. still, that's a uh, bit of, I mean, even if it was a prank, I mean, for somebody to enter your home, I mean, I, I mean, the rules are not as kind of thingy but over here in the UK, but... I mean, I'm a, uh, led to believe that if someone was to enter your home, you, you've got a legal right to shoot them. It's a bit, a bit kind of thingy for well, a yeah. prank. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know? mate, you say, you're not going to shoot him, are you? Well, you don't know. I mean, if, you, well, if you're, someone's go messing disguised. with you, yeah. it's... Well, that's the whole mystery, because you're right. Um, our, our brain is saying somebody's entering our home while we're asleep, but we don't hear anything. Mm. The alarm system of the home, and this house is very heavily armed, yeah. with a security system. None of that's being triggered. So so I'm looking at Tina, she's looking at me, and we, we, we're trying, it, it becomes a puzzle now. Now yeah, we're thinking, yeah. this is a prank. Um, it's going to have to play itself out sooner rather than later. And probably maybe six weeks into living in the home, I guess the the moment of realization finally set in that me and Tina now realize our house is haunted yeah. was the night we were watching a movie together and Tina has this four foot tall plant by the entertainment center. And as we're watching a movie, this plant darts up, it levitates up in the air. I kid you not. Um, and does a 360 degree spin in the air and falls back to the ground. Damn. And we both saw that. And soon after that, we realized, wait a minute, kid cough, finding toys, missing yeah. objects. And to confirm that, now, once again, to <laughs> confirm all that, uh, that night we went to the internet and typed in Google, how can you tell your house is on? What are the tall tale signs? I mean, there's got to be some information out there of course, yeah. in the internet. And everything, all the websites that we went to, we had already experienced. They were saying things that we had already experienced. Ah, uh, missing items. Yeah. That typically ha happens So you're just taking on. off boxes, aren't you, Jet, basically? You're going through these websites yeah. looking to see yeah. what help you can find, yeah. if you can find out if you've got any telltale signs that you're haunted and you're literally checking yeah, you're boxes. Play, yeah, you, that, it's not checking, actually checking in your mind. five or six things off instantly. And the first thing we want to know is, okay, there's all types of hauntings, right? Is this a Casper the Friendly Ghost haunting? Yeah. Or is this a, you know, Damon, the demon child? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you in any so, danger? Is first, yeah, first yeah, really. And the website, based on, keep in mind, based on the evidence so far, we're not in any danger. Okay. Yeah. Trinkets missing or appearing. It's playing with you, you got, it's not threatening okay. you yet. You got, a, you got, a, you got a, a ghost who likes to play. It might be a lost child. And the, the internet sites, advise us what to do is so it talk to it yeah try to establish a means of communication role well kind of being and, like um, you know a mutual sort of cohabitation if you like yeah 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 and we would say that hey if you're gonna live here um be cool if you give us our items back be cool if you stop taking items 
but in the ground we're not, we don't do no harm. We can exist in this two reality, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, it'd be good if you desist with taking our items. Yeah. But we got the opposite reaction. Really? Oh, right. We started talking to the spirit or what we believed to be a, a child spirit at first, but that totally switched when things began violent. And by violent, oh. I mean, after the plant levitated that night, um, it was almost like a, we had reached a new stage because now items are being thrown. Right, yeah. Well, directly at you. There's, there's certain um, cases, out. though, where there's been multiple spirits, and even though you might have been interacting with one, People and that's got the it. attention, they've drawn attention from that and then, you know, you know, took over, if you like. I mean, it could have been the fact that you you might have had a child spirit, but then something else has kind of... Now now you're talking to it, something in. else has stepped in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean just to, just to give a little bit of a spoiler, but once we found out, me and other paranormal teams... Oh, so um, you did have people come in and investigate. Yeah, paranormal teams came in years later to live in the home and determine, based on the evidence... Yeah, I've seen some there of the were video spirits footage. present uh, in the home. And this, and this, this case, you can, you can call it a case, this case tends to support one of the theories of the longer a haunting is allowed to continue or go on, um, the more risk of more spirits showing up on the scene. Right, more okay. powerful. Games. There seems to be a powerful, a snow, a snowball effect. Of yeah, that. yeah. It's it's almost like the, that energy is attracting more sort of, sort of like more energy. Sort like a wormhole, yeah. and then it, whatever's coming and, through, you can't stop. Yeah, and, 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 and parapsychologist Steve Mara, who's in your neck of the woods, who came to the home twice. Yeah. One of the EVPs captured where a child voice said, when asked, the question was asked. And a response given through voice recorder of the child, a male child, said, the demons are over there. Oh. See, so, guys, you were so right on the child, There were other EVPs where you would have the voice speaking in third person, speaking about the other entities present, calling them out. You would ask how many shadow people are in the room presently. And the voice would say three. Right, okay. Um, so are you communicating you with the say, child or with the uh, the other shadows? Or were you, uh, like you were getting the information from the child sound, about the shadow? Sounds from that, it was a bit, a bit of a mix, was it? It was all the above. I didn't get the voices. The paranormal teams who came and lived did. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was not familiar with acronyms like EVP Had or you already, EMF meter. Already moved out of the property at this point as well, yeah. Meter, um, but I was definitely going to stand my ground. Me and Tina had the mindset, me especially, that I'm not going to be run out of my house, let alone run out by something I don't know. And can't uh, see. <laughs> I, and I, I later learned, I mean, I, I was naive because you don't know the forces out, that are out there. And that. believe it or not, the, the the forces that were in the home took that as a gauntlet being thrown of a challenge because, you know, malevolent spirits and, and most of these spirits in our home were malevolent. Mm. They love a challenge. 
they 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 live in the infinite and we live in the finite and they for um, I have to sleep eventually. I need. To, I have to work. I have to maintain a day job. I have to make some sort of lifestyle, and they're going to run all through that. They're going to make life very difficult for me and Tina the next coming months of sleep deprivation. Uh, I'm talking about lights coming on at night while you're sleeping. I'm talking about sheets being yanked off you while you're sleeping. Uh, imagine your ironing board or your iron being thrown uh, in your vicinity while you're sleeping. Wow. Uh, yeah. Imagine a door slam or you're taking a shower, probably the most vulnerable time yeah, when you're in a home bathing. Well, most of the and time when you're in your home, you're, you're vulnerable. It's not like they say, oh, Keith and Tina are bathing, we'll leave them alone. No, they're going to exploit that, just like a predator would exploit a wounded animal in the, in the forest. That's We're true. bathing, and they throw an, an object in your shower with you. They turn off the lights and slam the door. They leave a, uh, a haunting message. You know how steam develops on your mirror when you take a shower. And you step out, and there's a message saying, die. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, it's, it's in the in the on the, in the on the misty mirror, and you know while you were taking the shot, could not have not happen in less than a second or two ago, Did and all these things. Or and, and, and you're gonna really get a kick out of this because this is just ultimately scary. Um, you get up for, to go to work, you iron your clothes. I, I'm, I'm, I like to iron my clothes before I uh, put them on, so I iron them. I lay them out on my bed. You know, nothing unusual about that. Nope. And I go jump in the shower. And I come out of the shower, dry off, and I go back to retrieve my clothes. And they're hanging upside down from the ceiling. <laughs> from, they're nailed to the wall. Now, what's weird about that is the wall is right outside my bathroom. But what's even more weird about that is you don't hear the banging that got the nails in the wall in the first place. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. how did this three-inch, four-inch nail... A lot of force with just So, so we're way past feeling like your neighbors are pranking you at this point. Because obviously, wait, it, wait. It's, it's hap these things are happening right under your nose, where you can't, you can't, um, you know. It, it's it, they say, don't they? It's like um, you know, um, once you've got rid of every other possibility, whatever, even if it's outlandish and crazy and out ridiculous, that if that's the only solution left, then that's got to be the yeah, answer. That's, and it's yeah, like that's you, Sherlock Holmes quote: "Have you have you eliminated?" That's you know, it. the impossible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else has to be, you know, the, the the truth, right? And that's one of the things I constantly battle with cynics and skeptics is, you know, we can talk about strange noises, strange smells all day. And, and the jury will always be 50-50 or 60-40 yeah. about whether that was really a phenomenon or just easily explainable, right? What you cannot debate me or Tina or anybody else who's experienced Portuguese hauntings is levitating furniture yeah levitating tables throwing objects flying chef knives um spontaneous fires i'm talking about fires that ignite when there's no accelerant there's nothing to cause the ignition even me when i contacted the fire department because i had a poster catch fire in my office and yeah. this is the, during the height of the activity even the fire department local to the Bothell area responded to my home and they do this for a living and they got fire experts and all that fire captains and they themselves cannot explain it. They're like, we don't know what caused that. 
you know. Yeah, because usually they'd be able them. to put it down to an electrical fire or, you know, arson or anything arson. like that. They, yeah, that that's why they have these yeah, chiefs, yeah, yeah of poster, course. A poster, I mean, it'd be different if a poster was hanging over a chimney or a poster was hanging over a heater or yeah. a lamp. Yeah, there was a, a candle with an naked flame nearby or something. Yeah, but yeah. They, if there was absolutely no accelerant and no way of that flame igniting... There's no, no heat then... source. There's no heat source. And I called the fire department for that very reason because I needed to get their official uh, documentation. And they said, oh, we don't know what... But I knew because we had seen so much activity, but I'm not going to tell them. Did you ever think of ignoring, uh, uh, going back to the um, ignoring them and seeing if the process would have reversed back? Uh, I've entertained that idea of going, you mean going back to ground zero and seeing as a, as a, by returning back, leaving what's attached to me there. I've thought about that. Mm -hmm. um, probably the only thing that's prevented me from doing that is number one is the house is occupied by a husband and wife. Yeah, fair enough. Um, has anybody July, in, has anybody that's lived there previous um, reported any um, activity, or do you, or do you think yeah. that it had kind of? Yeah, so yeah, they have, yeah. Question. So there's a history in yeah. there, then. Yeah, that's a good question. That's 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 what's in book two, uh, and book one. Book one, and I was able to because that's one of the questions paranormal teams ask you, and it's a fair question to ask when you're trying to troubleshoot the problem. Is okay, we need to go back to possibly previous tenants to see if anybody had similar activity. That way we need to find a timeline of when this began. Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, yeah. And I did. I was lucky. I found a family who moved into the home 2008-2009, a wife, a husband, and uh, three children. And uh, they, she did, once I caught up with her, uh, and we talked numerous times, and she explained to me, she didn't want to explain, she was very nervous and hesitant. Um, but oh, she no. felt that she owed me an explanation because the one I found her and number two there went to something similar, but she was very clear in what she said. And I'll quote her. She said, um, the house was a living hell for them. Right. Uh, it felt like it was alive. She said the house, these are her words, not mine. The house felt like it was alive. She became depressed and suicidal in, in the Jeez. home and did try to commit suicide four times Whoa. at home. Her son, uh, got very sick, developed a rare form of meningitis in the home. Do you know what? His, this his is bed, this is really office. interesting, this. Um, I, I'm sorry to stop you, but like um, I've, like I said, I've never personally had a, a haunting experience, but I lived in it when I was very, very young. I lived in a haunted house, and um, the room that was haunted was the room my older brother stayed in, and when they moved him out of that room because he was activity, um, my mum and dad stayed in that room, and the very same night, he was rushed into hospital with meningitis. Yeah. yeah there, there how, a, how crazy is that? There's, there, there's a few uh, documented cases of linkage of meningitis. We don't know why, but linkage to meningitis to Portuguese hauntings. Do you think it's because well, of, like, the, they say a cold air, don't they? Like a chill comes into the air. Do you think it's so cold that, I mean, I'm just cl cl clutching at straws, but, I mean, that's the only sort of connection and link I can come up with I'm on that. I'm thinking more like radiation. Oh, maybe. Going through you know, the body. I think there's a, a, a little bit of both, of cold and, and a little bit of radiation, high EMF. Yeah. Because believe it or not, uh, that same son, uh, the child, uh, spoke of seeing shadowy figures. Oh. Now, this is interesting. Everything I've told you so far has been happening in the home. Yeah. And me and Tina have been witnessing it. And 
I had not yet disclosed to Tina, my girlfriend, mm. that I had begun seeing shadowy figures. Right, right. I could not make heads or tails of it. And when Rhonda, the previous tenant's name, told me her son was seeing them, I knew I wasn't crazy because yeah, his yeah. room is now my office. Ah, and you see. I saw the shadowy figures was once his room. So can you tell me a bit about the house itself? I mean, what 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 was the history there? I mean, was I mean, obviously you're probably gonna get to that. I don't want to spoil your flow. I'm just it just feels like there was something's happened in this property, you know. Kick this all well, yeah, off. There's two dynamics with this property and the land. And anybody who's listened to this podcast can Google and verify because it's on the internet. Yeah. And prove I'm not making it up. But Bothell, true, Washington, like a majority of where I live, is called the Pacific Northwest, has a long Native American history. Right. Okay. Yeah. Extensive Native American history. Uh, Bothell, where I live, is the county is called Snohomish County. And that's a neighbor, that's a Native American tribal name, Snohomish is a Native American term. I was able to dig and find research in Bothell that in the mid-1800s, relatively close to this neighborhood that we lived in, uh, 500 Native Americans uh, were purposely or allowed to uh, die from smallpox. Oh, shit, right. And the tribe is called the uh, Dunamish tribe, or a.k.a. the Willow people were heavenly, uh, I guess, occupants of the Bothell area at the time. And this area, the the city of Seattle, matter of fact, the city of Seattle is named after Chief Seattle, uh, were wars and factions between the settlers and the Native Americans of that day. Right. What sort of was the breadcrumb, if you will, of how we were to determine that, I mean, especially was the Native American wall writings that were being left in my office by the Portuguese. The Portuguese was leaving upside-down pictography, Native American images ah, on the wall. I see, right. Do you ever think of going and seeing um, a, a chief of their, uh, of their tribe now to see if there was any way of, um, you know, well, freeing yeah, the spirits? Well, yeah, shamans came to the home. Shamans, Native Americans, yeah. uh, the area. And... Like I said, they came to several shamans came to the home. Everybody pretty much threw everything at this house, but the kitchen sink. Yeah, because yeah, I could it's imagine, obviously, if you you're convinced that this is going on, and you sound like you you um the type of person that will research these things and try and you've you've obviously explained a couple of times tonight that you you got on the Google and you you had a look into it. You know, you seem like yeah. you're quite a capable person in that respect. So I think. Um, you know, I do, I do believe that when he says I, I, we did everything we possibly could, that you did. <laughs> you know, yeah. I you know yeah, I'd be the same. Time, I'd want to know what was happening. Actually. I mean, times we did everything we could. Times twenty, um, and some of it worked. Nothing. I mean, there's no silver bullet to the paranormal, but yeah, some, it it would lessen the activity for a day, a week, a month. And what a lot of people don't understand is we lived in the house from 2012-2016. 2013, the activity came to an abrupt stop. And we had mm. no activity for the entire year of 2013. So what was special about so, 2013 that made it so calm? There was no that's, 
that's probably gonna, you know, uh, no pun intended, that's probably gonna haunt me to the rest of my day because I would like to know. We cannot pinpoint anything we did specifically to make the activity go away for a year or two months, except for the fact that when I look at other Portuguese cases, they seem to run a campaign of three, four, eight months, five months, 12 months, depending on the Portuguese case you look at. Mm. And then they go underground, meaning they go into like a hibernation. And that could be indefinite. There's a lot of locations now that have had hauntings back in, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s. You know, the infield house being a good example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People now come in and you're like, oh, does, is it happening yeah, to them? Yeah, it's no. a tourist. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and we'll never know because the Portuguese are not really going to tell us. And maybe that, and I doubt they even know specifically, except for the fact that when me and Tina walked through that door that day, May 1st, something, be it a synergy, something they found wanting in us to where they said, they're the people we want to interact with. Because you got to keep in mind, when Rhonda and them lived in the house, it was 2008, 2009. Mm. Yeah, there so there was a period there. Yeah. There was a period of calm, unless they were so kind of like, because um, cause I do believe that there are people who are more perceptible to it, and then these people who aren't, yeah. right? Yeah. And and, and you know you could have you could have had a, a a family live there who were totally insusceptible to it, or they didn't pick up on energies, and you know, and for yeah. those years, it didn't it couldn't interact with these people. So by the time you've moved in and it's you, they found them um, empath empathetic um you know kind caring people who source to communicate with. and people who were a bit more perspe perceptive to it then all of a sudden these these um you know games to be had this fun to be had you know and after a period of time where they've been dealing with people who they couldn't communicate with potentially yeah yeah so was it after 2013 i think they know or can tell or can see um, but it's one of those, I mean, it's one of those biggest mysteries ever. Uh, I'm from Texas and I can tell you growing up in Texas, you know, I've seen a lot of tornadoes in my day. I've seen a lot of tornadoes on the news. I've run from a lot of them. I've ducked in bathrooms and closets. <laughs> and whenever a tornado, and you can ask any meteorologist this, whenever a tornado comes running through a neighborhood, one of the questions when a tornado dissipates and everybody's scratching their head is, why is that house over there still perfectly intact? Yes. Yeah. The whole neighborhood is obliterated. Mm. I'm talking about the houses next to it, and this house right here is protected just somehow. It's yeah, just there's an energy, something's on. protecting it. But then yeah, that could and, be down and, to and energy and lines as well. One of the mysteries of, and we'll, we'll never know, but it's just, I think you're right. When certain people have a, a receptive factor, that are drawn to it that either wakes up the spirits or they choose to interact with you. You know, it's like, you know, going fishing, you know, why yeah. when I go fishing by myself, I catch all the fish in the world. But when I bring my family or my sister, I catch none and she catches all the fish and she's never went fishing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, a yeah. fisherman, but I like to think I'm an experienced fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> she kills my luck every time I bring her. It's like, the fish, we're not going to buy from you anymore. We're going to buy be from honest, her. I am that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, you've just described me there. <laughs> I have no luck fishing. And whenever I go with anybody, no one catches. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad, bad man. Thing. I've moved everybody to this hole that I've been pulling fish out left and right. 
Well, and now all... when I bring them here, they're like, Keith, there's no fish here. Well, like, this there is was it, isn't it? It's almost like that um, when you've you've been practicing a new skill and then you go to show somebody and then it doesn't perform, you know, you can't do it. It's almost like that, okay. you, you know, and, and trying, to, boisterous. trying yeah. to, you know, um, persuade somebody that something's happening in your property and you've seen it and you've witnessed it countless times and different levels. Yeah. And then it. all of a sudden you're like, nothing's happening. It, I can imagine it, that's really frustrating. Did, did the actual um, yeah. uh, it start getting violent when it come back after 2013, or did it start well, yeah. so just before? When it came back in 2014, and this is true with other Portuguese cases, hmm. it came back much worse. Yeah. And that was one of the things me and Tina feared, me especially when I was reading up on Portuguese, because everybody was telling us, hey, these things taper off over time. It'll run its course, and you guys will be okay. However, yeah. there is a caveat to that. We do have to put a footnote at the bottom and say there is a caveat. If it should come back, not saying it will, but if it should come back, yeah. it's always ten times worse. Yeah, that's and was, that's true. That that's true. I mean, some cases, you know, you sort of gone, you could probably like, be out gone away and drawn power back. So, so when and, you oh, go, sorry. Oh, I was going to just say the activity, compare the activity to what we lived through in 2012 to 2014 is night and day. Yeah. Because right. yeah. the fires that I told you about, the poster fire, the wall writings, yeah, it's a different the three level, isn't it? caught fire, all that happened in 2014. So, so obviously you've got to this point now where you, you've, you've, did, was that it then? Did you, had you had enough by 2014? Was you thinking, right, we need to move out of this property? No, 2014, that's when we really dug deep in the sense Right, of okay, so you were like, no, I'm not Catholic moving. Church. Yeah, said, the Catholic Church in Bothell, well, Seattle Catholic Church referred us to the Bothell Catholic Church, and the advice given was, stand your ground, you guys, we'll help you, this is the church telling us this, we'll help you. Uh, because you never know if the things will follow you, and if it follow you, it's always worse. You want to do. You want to if you want to have a battle with these forces, you want to have it here and not in your new place of residence. Right. So stay on your ground, and it's easier said than done, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, the activity, because keep in mind, everything that we're trying to do, we're trying to eradicate the, the press. How's right? Tina feeling about so all this? If you go to a, if you go to a bee's nest in your home and you try to eradicate it, you know, what are the bees going to do? They're going to go after you. Like, oh, yeah. Five. So now we're saging, we're smudging, we're bringing out Bibles, we're bringing out crosses, holy water, the priest is coming over, and the spirits are saying, oh, it's, it's war now. That yeah. stuff doesn't work on us, but just so you are clear that it doesn't work on us, we're going to ratchet up the activity. Oh, yeah. We're going to bring your Bibles. We're going to throw your Bibles back at you. We're going to confiscate all your crosses. So keep buying them off Amazon. We love it. Keep buying them. We're just going to confiscate them. Did any of and that we... kind of stuff work? No, he's just saying there, none of it none worked. None of it at and, all. and that's it, because the idea yeah. that, 
by you bringing these things into your home, it's declaring war on them. They're not, they're not going to be, um, you know, they're thinking, yeah, oh, I'm right, thinking, well, none of this works, but but you take your best yeah, shot, I'm we're going to ramp up the activity I'm now. I'm thinking more of, like, you know, holy water spread along the room, it can't go, you know, in that kind of direction because of holy water. Is that no, all they, kind they, of... They, just... they stole the holy water. I mean, what? you're right. We would put the holy water, or the priest would, right, put it on the, the boundaries of the borders of the home. Yeah. Leave us with a pint of holy water to say, hey, keep this pint or liter. That is cheek. And sit it next to your Bible. And you wake up the next morning and that holy water is gone. That is cheek. That is, that is, so we're bringing, yeah. we're bringing lamps to the slaughter, essentially. We're just bringing weapons to just... our, our, our opponent and our opponent is throwing the weapons back at us because I kid you not, that liter of holy water... Mm has never turned up again. It's gone. Really? I, I don't so know, it's just totally I don't know where it ended up. Uh, maybe it's just a dumpster somewhere, or they, I don't know, but we never found that. Well, like you say, when they were, and, like initially, they were making things just disappear. So, I mean, if you couldn't find your keys, then, what well, you know, what? Yeah, you know, you don't see it. You, you can with ask it? for it. You can ask in a nice voice, but they don't care. Yeah, um, I think, I think when you're tempting things return, like that. I think when you're definitely yeah, tempting well, tempting fate, when you when you kind of you are declaring war on these spirits, and you're basically saying, you know, I, I'm not surprised if it, if they're immune to these these sort of defenses that you're bringing in, that they are going to ramp up the the activity. So so what, what at its peak was that like towards the end of 2014, or did it carry on worse? It, 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 it peaked for the entire year of 2014. The Bothell Hell House, my first book, The Bothell Hell House, um, I would say maybe 70% of that book is 2014. And the activity, you know, is 12 months in a year. We had about nine months of what I call on a scale of one to five, level five activity Jeez. for eight months. And all, but all things consistent with the laws of physics, it can't maintain that that level of consistency for long. So things started going to a level four, level three in 2015. That's when paranormal teams started catching wind of our story. Yeah. From afar to witness phenomena, to capture, to capture phenomena. And, and did, try they, did, did, did they actually the catch, a, catch any evidence, any sort of um, activity themselves? Or was it a case, like you said earlier, where yeah, it's else. almost like you're inviting teams in to kind of witness it for themselves, but then it's quiet? Um. Well, the only team that happened to that who came in, but they weren't there that long, there was Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures were at the home uh, for five hours. But that's a shot in the dark. That, is that it? They, they caught nothing. But that, I mean, five hours is nothing. That's the no, yeah, yeah, that is that is that is not even wasted. But um, paranormal psychologist Steve Murray, Don Phillips from the UK, Nick Kyle of the SSPR in Scotland, was president of the SSPR at that yeah, time. Yeah, the, is that the, the they, they Society for Psychical for Research? Yeah, yeah. And Steve and them captured. This is trip one. Over 434 EVPs. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. On the first visit, 220 something on the second visit. Steve and Dawn witnessed cameras being turned on their own. Steve and Dawn, with their own eyes, witnessed a ball, like a beach ball, go through a wooded table. Oh. Steve and Dawn witnessed the phantom footsteps. Uh, Steve and Dawn captured the shadowy figures. 
Um, I don't know if you guys seen this. There's, there's a documentary, Demons in Seattle, right. Uncovered. Uh, I'll be, watch, I'll be finding that. I will be half. finding that tonight. <laughs> I, I think I've watched it. Did you yeah, watch it? I mean, it has everything that they captured the two times that they made trips they made to the home. Yeah. And all the EVPs. I mean, these are clear voices. These are not the EVPs you see on paranormal shows where, you, you know, it's a muffle or, ass. Eh, that could be anything. No, these are intelligent, what I call contextual EVPs, yeah. where you ask a question, you get an answer. Yeah, perfectly uh, pitch answer. answer. Clear, concise. Yeah. Stephen, Stephen Don will only document Class A or Class B. Anything below that, they would just discard. Nick Kyle, who's a little bit more conservative than both of those men put together, classified the haunting as a true poltergeist haunting with his extensive background with Scotland poltergeist cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have all that, and then you have the U- United States team, Nikki Novell, who's on the east coast of the United States. Her team lived in the home five weeks and captured an unbelievable amount. Right. Have they put anything out, that any of their research out? Yeah, it's on my YouTube channel uh, as well as theirs. Google Keith Lender listeners or Nikki Novelli. Um, and you will see the Bothell Hell House or the, the name, Demons of The name Hell rings House. a bell, Nikki Novelli, actually, for some reason. It's probably it's come up probably, probably somewhere else. Yeah. She's an independent researcher. She's been doing it for like 20-odd years. Highly uh, established, very prudent in, in her manner. Um, I was very impressed by her and the UK team in the sense that they were the first teams who came to our house with the mindset of actually living there. Yeah. One of the things... Portuguese phenomena is you got to live there. You can't come in and visit. Oh, we're here. We're going to stay here a couple hours and we're going to leave. We'll be back tomorrow. No, live in the home. They lived in the home. Nikki and her team lived in the home on top of they monitored it from afar with uh, remote devices uh, set up by me to where they can log in and see the house from afar for for eight months. So they, they house monitored the home. For eight months, and then they trekked to the home and stayed there for five weeks. That's That's a report that I can take seriously. You know, yeah. um, just turning up for a few hours and just going, nah, not seeing anything. It, yeah, it just doesn't more. cut the mustard, no. does it really? No. I think, you know, you no, need no, to, no. You need to you have know. a full investigation. Yeah, not when the house occupant is telling you that for the year 2013, we had nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so five hours in the place know. isn't going to tell you very much, unless you were very lucky, and it just so happened to be a busy day that day, <laughs> you know. Right, right. And it, and, and it was And the Portuguese are smart. They're intelligent. They know they can manipulate a few house guests if they know they're going to be there just a few hours. Five weeks is a little bit tough to do. Uh, Keith still lives there. When Ghost Adventures were in the home, uh, we were not there. Me and Tina exit the home, so you change the dynamic right there. Yeah. Nikki and Steve were smart enough to know. No, we want to keep you in the home, Keith. Um, that increases our chance to get evidence. You know, we're here to get evidence. Why would we sabotage our own investigation yeah. by putting you up in a hotel somewhere? Um, so how was your how you. was your partner at the time coping with all this? I mean, was she? I mean, you seem like quite interested by it all, but I mean, was she? Um, as kind I, of, I'm interested in now, but just let I me mean, let me tell you when the, when the faucet is running, when the activity is going full steam, 
No, I'm not. No, we're at our wit's end. We are, I mean, you're walking on eggshells because you don't know when something's going to jump off. Right? Yeah, yeah. You could be having dinner, eating soup, watching TV, channel surfing, and boom, it's on. It's like, it's like okay, punch in, keep it. We're about to bug you. You don't really know. So you sleep it on eggshells. You go to bed. You don't know what, you never know what they're going to do next. They all, they're very imaginative and creative. And it, it wears, they're tearing you down. They're tearing down your morale. You're frustrated. You're finger pointing at each other. Did you do this? Did you do yeah, that? Yeah, of course. I can imagine it does bring do strain onto onto the, the family life and everything and else. negative you know? energy yeah. that you would have been releasing the as well. Negative energy is so thick. It. It's, it's so thick. You can cut it with a knife. And it, it did lead to our breakup. It, it, it did play a pivotal role in us breaking up because, like I said, we were not aware of what we're battling. Sometimes help was intermittent. Yeah. Uh, you got people, you got a portion of the community that doesn't believe you, a portion of the community that thinks you're making it up. Yeah. And you're trying to get more evidence so they'll believe you, and your reputation is on the line. And the spirits are just having a field day with all of this. Yeah. And yeah, it became frustrating. But Yeah, I can imagine um, it would. Now outside the home, I can tell you now when I moved out of the, the Bothell house into my new home, it was almost like walking out of a pressure cooker. Um, mentally and physically and spiritually in the Lots sense of, of a release of a release of stress and a release of like the idea that you have to yeah. live with this yeah but then didn't you move into another haunted house well the ha- the house I moved into after the Bothell house I'm not going to say it was haunted I'm going to say I'm now haunted right okay yeah. I'm now of fallout or residual you know energy you know you walk into a a fallout nuclear plant like Chernobyl. Been sprayed with it for a long time. So you feel, do you feel like you've got kind of got negative sort of energy, negative, you know, uh, this is this is attached yeah. to you, or do you think it could be that? Um, it will see so you're not necessarily haunted, but you're more like you say soaked in this sort of energy. I was say, yeah, it's like a residual energy. It's some spirits there. It's not as many as the Bothell House. There's some spirits there. There's some attachments still attached to Keith Lunder. Uh, because right now, and, I, and, I, and I've been experiencing this for a few years now, are the phantom disembodied heartbeats. Yeah. Uh, most people, when they lay down and go to sleep, they just go to sleep, right? Yeah. I lay down, and I kid you not, somewhere in the night, I'm going to feel my mattress indentate something my mattress is going to lower like somebody sat at the end of my bed it's going to feel like an invisible cat or dog is walking towards me i'm going to hear and actually feel and i got this on my youtube videos or youtube channel uh heartbeats coming from within my pillow pillowcase and mattress nice freaky you can hear the beats you know because your ears press against your pillow right you hear it yeah yeah the tapping from the headboard. Um, but the thing that always gets me is sort of like the the weight. Um, imagine a bowling ball. Yeah, and yeah. I just puts a bowling ball on your bed, right? Yeah, you totally it. feel it if somebody well, sat on your bed. I think yeah. you'd, t- you'd feel that indentation, like you say, and then you'd, you'd slightly move from the weight it'd be... I mean, not everyone's lucky enough to have one of those super mattresses, but, you know, it's like, you know, from, from personal experience, I'd say that I would feel that. 
Yeah. Yeah, you feel that, and you know, because you I mean, when you sleep in, regardless of how deep your sleep is, if an indentation gets on your mouth, you're gonna feel it, right? Your body's gonna recognize that. What's even more creepier than that is the indentation makes its way towards you. So, oh no, I feel you put a bowling ball on the bed. It's gonna it's gonna go toward the groove towards you. you yeah. Know? And that's what you feel. And then soon after that, within seconds, the poking and the prodding, something right. like a slinky or something heavy, like a wet sandbag or wrapped around your arm or your wrist or your ankle. So going back quickly, do you know you was just saying there about like you feel like you're haunted rather than the be the, the the house you live in now is poltergeist or these are poltergeists there or you the it, it, these spirits. Yeah. Could it so. be that there are spirits? Because I mean I believe that it like I say, they're probably spirits everywhere. Yeah. And maybe it's a case of that you've had this experience living in a quite violently you know, activity-ridden house that now you're in a more chilled-out environment that you're more susceptible. And even though, you know, there are spirits there, they're not as kind of threatening as the ones you've had to deal with. Yeah, possible. Maybe, I'm well, not, I mean, I'm just not, trying to think come up with a definitely reason. not physical malevolence. Yes, that's what I'm getting it's at. Not, they're not there's no objects being thrown i haven't had a, a bible catch fire in over six years there's not wall writings there's not pools of liquid coming through the ceiling or the wall there's no knife being thrown at me whatever what still remains now are the night terrors the nightmares yeah um uh, and the the bed the, the heartbeats and that is I call still them, a bit I creepy. I attribute them to the, the shadowy figures because I still see the shadowy figures. Uh, every blue moon, you know, peekaboo around the corner or, or the room or something. Have you, you ever know. done hypnosis? So I see that. And the heartbeats I was experiencing or the poking and prodding inside the Bothell house, so that never subsided. And I was getting attacked and having objects thrown at me while living in the Bothell house when I was away on business. I mean, I'm in a hotel now. I'm not uh, even at the yeah, Bothell yeah, yeah. anymore. So it is like it's it's something that's kind of a, a, with, you. A, with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Say, Taylor, Taylor was saying there, have you ever thought of kind of like regression or hypnosis to try and find out if there's anything, you know, that your subconscious could tell you? I don't know who would do that. I, 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 I make myself available via email or the books I've put out, but nobody has yet contacted me to try and to offer a solution that, or, uh, yeah, or give a bit of peace I'm open to the idea. I would. I'm just know, thinking that what it the actually is, but. it could actually uh, help in one way on um, like unite terriers. Then there's obviously uh, something um, uh, within you, uh, let's say that's uh, bothering you and that something might come out of it or you might actually get some answers that you might be able they might be out you they might be able to get um the answers yeah to your questions yeah i think i think the idea yeah. of like this the idea that like you say it? you've looked into the history of the 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 bothell house and you've yeah. um you know you found out that they were they were kind of historical connections and you know uh, tragedy and stuff happening in the area but it's not specifically located to your place of residence i mean if you you could kind of say yeah now it's changed. that you know a few houses in the area might have had the similar problem you know but it was more targeted on that mm. one residence so it yeah. almost yeah. does feel like something's rather um awoken or kind of um latched 
onto you. Yeah. Now, I, we were we were talking about the Enfield case, weren't we, a, a yeah, while back? Done it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Enfield poltergeist. And they were talking there about, um, I think, um, uh, Janet, the young girl who was basically ha- having the majority of the problems. Yeah. She was saying that they were playing in a, a churchyard um, earlier that de- earlier in the day, and then yeah. she felt like something had followed her home. Do you know? So yeah. could it be that like you'd been somewhere that maybe kind of, you know, they, they saw a susceptible person and thought, I'm coming with you? Except, I mean, that, that would have to be the Bothell house because um, we didn't have any activity uh, before. Nothing started. Like you said, yeah, you did. You said Bothell that. House. Yeah, nothing started. And uh, Rhonda, the previous tenant, once again, going back to the previous tenant and her son, when I saw Rhonda, they were now living elsewhere, and they had been living in the Bothell house for over six years or so. Um, her sons were still seeing shadowy figures in their new place of residence. That was not subsided. She said he still sees them to this day. Right. So it sounds like you're picking them up. She was just it's making so a point strange. of reference as to when it started. And I think with me, you know, there's two things I did. That if I had to do over, I uh, probably would not do these things. And, and it's probably why this, I've had more of a attachment than Tina. It's because when the activities started happening in our house and around me, I took it a personal, made it a personal interest of mine to get to the bottom of things. Yes. I did the research. Yeah. I bought in cameras. I called the paranormal teams. I set up all kind of monitoring and surveillance devices. Yeah. So it's kind of true when they say when you look into the abyss, the abyss also looks into you. Yeah, yeah. The more you, I'm looking you've into gone to the te- phenomena, gone to war with them, basically. The phenomena's looking into Keith Linder and it's finding me wanting, regardless of where I currently live, and that's, that 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 cord has not been severed because the I kid you not, the first day I moved into my new place after leaving the Bothell House. I had the water puddles appear, and I knew it was the spirits telling me on day one that we're oh here God. too. We yeah. you moving didn't, didn't shake us, yeah, uh, because I had that water puddle phenomena in the Bothell house. Could I ask? Uh, we were talking to the uh, the paranormal investigator Jade a couple of weeks ago, and she was talking about haunted objects. Could it be that yeah. you've 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 acquired something, and then obviously when you've moved house, like you've taken that object with you? Um, you know, is there anything in you? It could you be know, in the bedroom. That's why an object, an object that you 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 have that actually. Well, I mean, I mean, my belongings. I mean, uh, one person recommended Keith. When you leave the Bothell house, you're going to have to just pretty much sleep with only the shirt on your back, and just destroy everything because everything's contaminated. Uh, but you, that, I mean, you were talking about a considerable amount of property. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like giving up your whole life, bed, basically. Yeah. Head, you know, these things I, I, I bought or owned either before I moved to the Bothell house or moved or bought while living in the Bothell house. Right. Yeah, because he said when he moved in, they were literally from day one, there was nothing in the house. They'd literally just moved in yeah. or picked up the keys. So I assume on, on that day, there was no furniture there at all, was there, when you heard the cough? And, no. you know... No, uh, no, had no, the no. removal vans even been there yet? I mean, so so there. I'm just trying to rule out things that could possibly be a reason why this thing has chosen to follow you. Job, I mean, yeah. um, I mean, thinking that you've brought something back, you know, into your house or maybe took that item yeah, to your new got... place, and then that's kind of been the 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 catalyst for it. But 
like you say, when you've moved into your new house, was you not kind of like, oh, here we go again? I was when I saw the water puddles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. Yeah, that. Yeah. I just be like, no, I've changed my mind. Hours. This was even 12 hours had passed and I had moved out, and the water puddle uh, phenomena had begun. Uh, did it uh, help you packing, or did it, did it, <laughs> did it just like, did it, did you actually have any problems when you were moving out and like the spirits obviously knew you were going? Did they play yeah, around the, with that, you? Was, that's was a good question. A calm there. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question because there's about an hour and a half video on my YouTube channel, mm. and people can find it. Just type in Keith L. of the day I moved out of the Bothell house. Now, when I moved out, I had movers come in and grab all my stuff. Mm. Stephen Dawn and Nick Kyle had maybe left the home about three weeks ago. But I wanted to film the movers moving me out. I wanted to film. I had learned enough from watching Stephen Dawn that you can put video cameras up everywhere. Yeah. And if you're lucky, get some unexplained voices on there. Okay. And I wanted to just see if my moving out well, the spirit's going to give some sort of commentary. Were they going to say, what's he doing, or why is he doing, or, or whatever, anything. Yeah. So I went back to review this hour and a half video. It's a video. And you can see the movers moving in, taking chairs and couches out one by one, one by one. And I kid you not, probably the last 35 minutes of this video, and this is a remarkable evidence, remarkable evidence, you see me sort of shutting the house down, locking windows and doors, making sure everything's nice before I, because I have to, I have to beat the movers to my next place, so I have to leave soon. They're already leaving, yeah. So I have to after them, but before I leave, I'm shutting everything down. I'm leaving the video stuff uh, recorded because I'm gonna come back. Thirty-five minutes prior to that, you start hearing through multiple video cameras because there, there's there's several the whisper or the voice saying Keith. Ew. And the first one's very nonchalant. It's a slow Keith. Then another male voice says Keith. Then another male voice says Keith. Then they all join in and start saying Keith over and over and over that and over and over together towards almost a chorus. You're just giving me chills, mate. Oh, no way. That's oh, like we're going we <laughs> You see me leaving the home. You hear the door close, you see me leaving. And they're still saying Keith up until maybe about twenty minutes after I left. No. Now so you missed you already. Yeah, that's morning, it. They were missing when you I got already. water puddles at, at my new place of residence is when I got the water puddles less than twelve hours after that campaign. Uh, of Keith and um, I'm waiting for some researcher out there because to me that whole video rendition mm. is valuable evidence to yeah, yeah definitely phenomenon. and that's available on YouTube yeah, so, yeah, so, I'm yeah, YouTube. definitely yeah. watching some of your YouTube channel tonight <laughs> yeah. I think I think I'm, it, it, you've, you've really the really voice, it, 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 it's creepy it's almost they're, they're doing a um Almost like a hymn, but they're just saying Keith over and over. But it, it starts off slowly, then it picks up, it ramps up. And even when I leave, they continue. Because I'm, I'm listening to it, right? I'm like, okay, I'm not, obviously I'm not in the house anymore, so you guys can stop that. But they keep on after I've left. Yeah. You know, and it's other just... people have seen it, watched it, listened to it, sliced and diced it. 
enhanced the sound and like Keith, there's a whole there's, there's over 60 keys in there really oh my day 60 so yeah. it, it it does sound like the house is like a, a, a an opening for whoever moves in or whoever's close to it to attach it's a certain amount to you or to the next person who's going by it's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's certainly i mean in terms of like um for yourself I mean, it's it must have changed your life basically. Um, it, it, oh, tenfold, tenfold, tenfold. That's why there's a book three, and book three is not the phenomena or the experience, because uh, I basically have nothing new to report, uh, except the book three is going to deal with the physics and the mechanics of my phenomena and other Portuguese cases. One of the things I noticed with our case and others that I've read are the similarities in the phenomena. Yeah. And by that, I mean objects fly through the air, but they fly defying the, the, the known laws of yeah. gravity, the known laws of aerodynamics. They don't behave in a manner... We've often talked behave. about, um, you know, um, ghosts being another plane or yeah. another dimension, perhaps, yeah. that and don't, more you know, that don't kind of it. have a sort of... Um, you know, or share our gravity. Yeah, it's sort uh, of like and the all these things. That's what, my, that's what my book three is going to uh, deal with and talk about. I've been spending the last year and a half researching, and I found a lot of stuff. You know, within the science and astrophysics community, it's really oh, sounds right. like my street. Right? Yeah, that's the talk. You know about this. You know the the parallel dimensions, the multi universes, um, string three. Um, all these things, um, you know, that you know, the late great Stephen Hawking and others have written about and talked about, yeah. uh, in this vast universe of ours that I see with my naked eye. I mean, I've seen objects levitate, I've seen objects penetrate through solid objects in my home, but there's theories out there called quantum tunneling, yes, yes, uh, oh, principle, yeah. the observer effect, uh, you name it, uh, the double slit experiment of electron or sending two beams two slits and how they forming on the wall you know when they're observed and when they're not being oh, observed oh yeah 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 I know that experiment going yeah. yeah or fade in and out of existence yeah uh, so all that i've seen in my house with my naked eye scientists may Ooh. see it in a cern accelerator yes and Geneva, well, we, we, yeah, we were actually I, talking about I, this earlier yeah. <laughs> we were talking about um you know um time travel and kind of experiments being um, conducted at CERN and um, yeah. all these things, but yeah. it's all kind of like, it's the unknown, isn't it? It's, 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 we don't know at this point whether these phenomena are um, other dimensions trying to reach out to us or, or yeah. we're just perceptible enough to pick up on these other dimensions and they might not even know we're here. But it sounds like in your case, they definitely did. Because obviously they had this attachment to you enough to to kind yeah, of want to. A... They they enunciate words like you and I, um, you know. They're 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 very observant. They're intelligent. They're cognizant. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say they know the difference between right and wrong. Um, and yeah, they 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 seem to relish their abilities or capabilities over us, uh, because the things they say that we capture on our audio devices. It sounds like they don't even care that we're listening in. They, they, don't, they don't really care. It's like we're insignificant in that regard. They're not giving away the secrets by being captured on audio or video. 
which means they they know they live on a higher plane. Yeah, uh, plane. Uh, you know, a lot of things. I don't know if you ever read the book Flatland, uh, when it talks about you know the two dimensional entering the yes. three dimensional yeah. or the three dimensional sphere showing the two dimensional uh, his world, his or her world. Yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. How there. things appear and how things fade in and out of existence. Like for, well, for a 2D, would be a line segment. <laughs> if, uh, if me looking at a 2D life form would be looking at a line. Yeah. 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 Like, but from yeah. perspective of a 2D person, it's like flat land, yeah. like you say. Yeah. Um, exactly. it is, it's really interesting, isn't it? I mean, I'd love to hear. We'd, uh, do you know what? I could talk about the physics of it yeah. with you till the cows come home, but we'd we'll love to have you back on the show. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I mean, when's your next book out? I mean, are, are the are the available? Where can they get your stuff? Uh, well, the book three, is, and, I, and I and I can give you the title. The book three comes out in December. It's called Poltergeist: The Night Side of Physics. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. It'll be out uh, December of, of this year. Uh, the Bothell Hell House uh, Part One is on Amazon, obviously. Uh, part Two Attachments, Portuguese of Washington State, is also on uh, Amazon. We'll throw some uh, links up on the social media as well. So if you're interested and you want a copy, uh, yeah. we'll make sure that there's um, some links up in the Definitely. description as well for tonight's episode, so you can uh, yeah. get yourself a copy in. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, so so um um and you say you've got a YouTube channel as well. Where can people find you on there? Yeah, so type in Keith Space L, and you you can't miss it because you'll see a whole bunch of uh, demons in Seattle uh, for Keith L. That's me. That's my channel. Uh, so over six hundred videos on there. So I tell people look at all of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, start from the oldest to the newest. Uh, because yeah. you're going to be, people are going to see. It's a story, you isn't go from it? From beginning to the end, a story. It's a, vid, it's, it's a video diary of the activity. It's also a insight into my learning process of this whole ordeal. You know, right. I'm, I'm I'm a newbie when this thing starts, and where I'm still a newbie. But you're going to see a growth factor in the course. Yeah. Okay, this is the activity. How this are is you his now? response to the activity. How are you this now? Is the, um... the help, you know, people responding to to help him. This is what he's found out. This is what he's doing now. This is what he's about to do. So it's a journey. The, the yeah, viewer goes on a journey. There's some scary stuff. The heartbeats I told people about are on there. Uh, the the makeup of the black oil substance is on there. How that was determined. Uh, lots of voices. Lots of EVPs. Uh, Stephen Dawn's findings. Nick Kyle's findings. Everybody's findings is on there. My findings. Uh, the water puddle. Uh, right. There's two videos of that. The shadowy figures. Several videos of that. So these uh, the gray lady apparition. Sound, sounds like the 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 the, 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 uh, the whole um, journey basically was uh, um, documented. And then this is the thing, isn't it? I think oh, in wow. uh, terms of having evidence, I think yeah. you you can never take too much. Um, you know, yeah, video the, and the audio house, and the bottle house. And this has been said by both SPR and ASAP. And the Australian psycho, uh, Psychical Organization um, is probably the most well-researched and documented Portuguese uh, in the 21st century in the sense of there's all the data on multiple sites, uh, paperwork, video, audio. Uh, I kept a detailed record of the phenomena and 
it's all available, you know, 99% of it is available free to the listener. When people read my books, one of the things I wanted to make them have value of my books is I want it to be interactive. So my book, both books, are links to the videos we just talked about. Right, okay. That's good. Oh, that's that's really that. cool. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that, actually. That's a good idea. So, yeah, so you can follow the journey as you, um, as you kind of t tell it right. in the book. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when I hear a loud bang or me and Tina are wakened up by a loud bang or an object goes flying in our room and the day I had the video camera rolling, the reader is going to hear that. You're yes. going to hear that in real time. That's not a reenactment. That's You're going to hear our response. Listen to our fear factor. Listen to our response, our trepidness, and then understand this is what it's like to be waking up at 3 in the morning by a shoe or an ironing board. <laughs> something flying, flying through the air yeah. past your ear or your nose and or a candle something like that or a fire there's you know that's in the book too well to be fair, Bible catching fire like you say though i mean story. it's it the when it when it starts getting into those sort of um realms where it's like um knives and fires and 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 things like that it, it starts to get to the point where you you start fearing for your you safety and your partner's safety, safety. Well, yeah. so you know i i think i think what you've done i mean is perfectly reasonable i mean you're braver than most i've got to give you some <laughs> yeah. credit there um keith because honestly <laughs> um i think there's a lot of people listening who would have been like no, not I'm a gone, chance i would have been out first week yeah yeah oh yeah so yeah. so kudos yeah. for um absolutely sticking it out there yeah i'm continuing and uh, uh bringing more to it as well and, and obviously yeah i mean developing something yeah. out of it so i mean yeah congrats on that um so we're, we're running we've run out of time pretty much keith um but yeah. wanted to thank you so much for coming and telling us um i mean okay. yeah, the story. story um um, we'd love to have you back on the show again. Yeah. If you've obviously got anything else that you, I mean, yeah. is it that we've watch missed? Watch the documentary, please. Uh, watch the demons in Seattle uncovered, and I'd love to get you guys this tape. We can run through that documentary, just talking about that alone. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Specifically the investigation, because like I said, Nick Kyle is in there, and you guys get to see the the wall stuff that they had analyzed, the liquids seeping through the walls and whatnot, and. You're gonna get the voices they found inside the house and outside the house. So yeah, I, I you know, we can have a demons in Seattle uncovered. Definitely. Interview. A hundred percent, and I'm sure the list, listeners would love. Available. So if anybody who's you know cynical, critic, or believer can't, it's not a waste of time to watch something that's free. Of course, so and I mean this is it. If so I think no matter where you stand on it. Um, I think yeah. you can watch the, these types of things and then you can rather, it's going to rather change your opinion or it's going to cement what yeah. you already know or it's going to go, you're just going to kind of go, well, I don't believe it. But whatever, I mean, I think any anything that's going to open and expand your mind a little bit, it's always worth giving it a chance. Oh, it's good so to show know. proof oh. out there as well. So, oh, well, well, thanks again, Keith. Yeah. It's been absolute yeah, pleasure you, to have you on. And like I say, we'll definitely arrange something again for the yeah. near future. So, um, cheers. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, man. All right, guys. Thank you. And uh, stay safe out there. Cheers, mate. Yeah. So, yeah, what did you think of that? Oh, marvellous, mate. Marvelous. It's, a, it's an interesting story, it is. isn't it? And I mean, like, he tells it so well. I think... Um, I'm not sure about, like, the spirit following him. I'm not sure what, what to make of that because... I like, you know, I've, I'd be personally, yeah. I'd be a bit kind of paranoid, 
moving on anyway. Do you know what I mean? I'd still feel like a bit. Ooh. Well, yeah, but you'd have to. So move maybe on it's just a case of that it's just a. But no, no. I mean, like what he's saying. Obviously, yeah. it's like um, he knows better than anyone, and yeah, I'm just yeah, uh, yeah. speculating, if you yeah, like. Yeah. But um, what? Well, tell us what you think. If you um, what you think of the whole story, um, at home, uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. Yeah, uh, leave us a comment, and um, we'll let you know. Um, and obviously, crazy we'll world, get man. back to you. We always do. Yeah, we do. Um, it is a crazy world indeed. It is. Um, but moving on, we have. Have you got anything you want to add about it? Uh, I just think, think it's um, it's it, it's it's strange about like it being in one house and how it seemed to yeah get yeah, hold yeah, of yeah, him. yeah yeah because well this is the thing isn't it because we talked about it in um, like the Enfield hauntings how yeah. it kind of latches on to Janet and they do say that there's one individual that seems to kind of um, get the brunt of it yeah yeah so perhaps it is Keith himself but I mean the thing is it's like in this regard yeah that um you know it is strange that and I, I, that's why i asked about the heritage of the building do you yeah. know what oh, i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. who who lived yeah. there prior prior and it turned out to be a new build and it was more to do with the land, the land itself yeah so you know but again strange that nothing was happening in other houses surrounding um on the well, estate yeah that's you know, true it, it's um it, you know but and, like and more to do with all his to do with him Exactly. Himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his you can find out more about Keith Linder and um, the 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 Bothell Hell House. Yeah. Um, the Poltergeist of Washington State. Over yeah, there's plenty to watch on YouTube about it. Plenty oh, of documentaries. Yeah, plenty of videos, man. Um, yeah. and videos on there. Yeah. Um, also the books available on yeah. Amazon. Uh, there'll be a link in the description as well for that. Yeah. So it will be. Without further ado, though, it's the news. Yeah. It's a news. Oh yeah, oh. it's a news, and we've yeah. checked the internet for a whole twenty minutes at least. Oh, twenty-five minutes I'm to sure. find the craziest news stories on Earth, space, and crazy. beyond. It's some crazy shit, man. It's totally crazy. I got it a good is. story this week sent to me by a good listener, long-time listener, Gareth. Yes, Gareth. Um, I need son. to find this story though because it is actually really interesting. Yeah, and um, it pertains to um king toot king tut king tut king tutty tut if you like um and apparently um his dagger right yeah it's really interesting this right so apparently when they've unearthed king tut um toot and carmoon right they found that he was you know buried with a few items one thing was a dagger right now they've been analyzing the dagger um, right. They found out that the metal that this dagger is created from um, has a sort of a, a, a unique sort of uh, metallic compound blend, I suppose, so alloy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that oh, the no. dagger is made from a comet. Ah. It's actually f- space metal. It's from outer space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. whole the dagger is created. It's been made out of um, out of a meteorite, I suppose. Well, um, if you think about it, they just when they're finding the rocks to. Uh, to I know, to make. but doesn't it make you know? Doesn't it come back to like this theory of like the Egyptians being yeah. uh, having close links to extraterrestrials? Like, where would he have come? Come yeah, up with this. It's nice. Obviously, it's nice to think that he, you know, he's a king. He would have been found. This this precious stone's been found. Yeah, he would have 
had it, but it's a bit strange, isn't it? Do you think? Well, what do yeah, you reckon? Well, yeah. Well, you're gonna. Well, people say that there's a like a, a, a there's a, like a difference, you know, um, a feeling difference, like an energy from got the energy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So I suppose people have gone out there, looked, and then they've made something, or they've found this and gone, "Well, I'll make this for King Tut." And presented to him so he don't cut his head off and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Nasty days. I think it's quite a nice little dagger as well, to yeah. be honest. I mean, pretty nice, stylish dagger. And can, I just thought it was really interesting that, you know, it was, um, you know, they've analysed it and it's just like, wow. It's, yeah, uh, but I, I, it's something more to it than meets the eye, if you like. No, I would I would have thought I would have gone your boy and gone, yeah, aliens come down aliens. to that, but I'm being more... Uh, you normally are. You're normally the alien guy. I mean, what's crack? Are yeah, you kind of like, you're trying to be a bit more grown up since it's your birthday. You're like, no, well... It's just, well, you know, maybe a year older, like, more, more year sensible. wisely. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, I was just, I, I was just more thinking that, um, like, I'm, I, I, like I generally do, that could it be a simple thing of someone found a rock Felt yeah, probably is. It. it probably is. That was is. more than likely to. So then it, it cuts really off unless you've got any more proof. No, I agree with that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was no, 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 no. That's cool. That kind of way. No, I actually agree with you. Yeah, I do. I reckon they probably found a, a shiny it's kind more of than likely, rock, isn't it, rock really? that was a bit different. Yeah, and thought, ooh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, have a go at that. Yeah. Anything uh, you've seen this week? I've got loads of stuff. Got uh, oh, did you see this about um, 120,000 year footprints? Yeah, we found. talked about it last week. Did we talk about yeah, it last week? Yeah, 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 we right. talked about it last yeah, week. Yeah, I spotted something just before. I oh, go, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were basically like saying that um, they were older than older than the sands of time. Yes. Um, a lot long, a lot older um, than than previously. Yeah, we, we, we thought that we were around, years, apparently. But it was 120 thousand years older oh yeah yeah we did we, we did uh, discuss it briefly last week okay um, we could have seen um loch ness monster apparently these new photos that have emerged um i did this <laughs> did you <laughs> yeah ah, there you go then see what i mean yeah. and it looks like uh, it looks like uh, a back end of um like a uh, what you call it one of them sea mammals <laughs> a sea mammal <laughs> with a fucking sea monkey uh, yeah um uh, sea lion. And to me, it looks like the back end a massive sea lion. But we're I, terrible. Yeah, but I can't see that it's anything much, much more than that. To be honest, because it just pops up and then fucked off basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the closest evidence that anyone's captured. But it could yeah, just be lately, a really big yeah. fish. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, very, very, very true. Yeah. Very true. Let us know what you think yeah. in the in the comments. Um, have you seen? Um, oh God. Oh, jeez. Technical issues. There is. Well, where you're having technical issues. Go on. Um, a surprise has come in the Middle East. Oh, right. What? Um, What's happened? King Jong-un of yeah. North Korea. Has he shown up? First time ever, ever, has apologised for um, shooting a South Korean officer. First time ever they've actually turned around and apologised for killing an officer and that. And he, was dis- he disappeared. Uh, last couple of weeks. Really? And they actually reckoned he was dead. Yeah, but the couple of times you've turned around and said you thought he was dead. Yeah, because... Uh, what was it? A couple his of teeth years? is different. You said his that... Do you think this guy's not really him? Well, like I he's a lookalike he's... or a, a stooge or something? Well, we'll soon know because his sister would be the next one who would be in charge and she's supposed to be even worse than him. 
Well, maybe that it that's it because it's a gender thing. Like um, she can't take over because took over or there's something well, else. Well, no, no, maybe because it's like Korea that like you yeah. know that she can't be the in charge, but she is. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, she but can they make just the need she just needs uh, somebody um, up front, puppet master. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. he's passed, and then she's got a, a look alike, the Paul McCartney one all over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what it Two, is. Yeah, um, so what do you reckon to it? I mean, the fact that he's apologised for something. It's I mean, he should, should he have done it in the first place? Is well, that, no, that that's the big question? It. They've never done it. before, No, they should ever. have killed anyone in the first place. Is what I'm saying. Well, well, it depends on what actually has happened because the gates are open. Have been uh, they've been having a little bit of communication lately, but ever since Trump's been over there, hey, seen let's him get and into had the, the conversation. Real world. He's been uh, things are changing over there. Uh, I don't know if for the good or for the bad, but it, there, there are definitely changes uh, going on over there at the moment. Right, okay. Yeah, so uh, just keep your eye out. I was reading this um, about this um, seagull, right? Seagull? Yeah, because the basic, right, so some fucking guy found this bird, right? Yeah. And he started thinking, oh, I found this dead exotic bird, right? Because it was like a vibrant blue and black. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Blue and black feathered, yeah. So he was like, oh, this is something this, yeah. Yeah. So he's gone to the RSP, um, RSPCA, yeah, which is the Royal um, Royal Society for the Protection, Protection of for Cruelty to Animals, yeah. yeah. And um, got, got him down, got the experts down and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and he's looking, at, they've looked at this bird and it's turned out to be a seagull that's been <laughs> dyed blue. Oh no! They thought it was like an exotic um, animal. <laughs> and it yeah, it just turns out it was a seagull blue. that was blue. Um, oh, he said man. that they've had similar situations before, where gulls have, um, you know, got them, got themselves into, you know, into curries yeah. or oil. Yeah, yeah, and died themselves. Yeah, <laughs> imagine getting curry curry stain. <laughs> Um, yeah, but in this situation, they think that, and obviously they've actually had it somewhere. There's people have been um, that have actually physically dyed the birds pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, deliberately, like, deliberately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, or thrown. I don't. Must have thrown some dye at them or whatever. Yeah, but it's yeah, terrible it's that. terrible that. Yeah, but um, yeah, this guy thought he, he had an exotic animal and it or an endangered species ending, really. of some description but yeah it turned out to be a common seagull yeah well at least a seagull uh, it was a punk cleaned it up. was a punk seagull That's yeah hopefully it. yeah if it's been um, you know treated yeah trying to get a bit of that shit off him yeah but yeah anything else you spotted this yeah, week yeah West Constant West what West Constant <laughs> West Can- Constantinople uh, no America Wisconsin Wisconsin yes. yeah hell. Well, um, a man walking down the beach um, come across a uh, wrapped-up uh, parcel. Yeah. So he, uh, he cocaine. Thought, he thought it was cocaine or money, yeah, and he thought, yeah, I might be in here, you get me. So he uh, took it to a bench, opened it up. It was only a brain. A brain? A brain. Oh, my, sorry, yeah. they're shouting down your ear rolls there, sorry. Yeah. But why a brain? A brain. What, what? Where would the brain come from? No idea. So we got and they've not, no, they've not found out where the brains come from. Well, actually, you've got to have a conclusion for me on this. Uh, I have a no, <laughs> and oh, you'll find out why. Go right. right, okay. They're saying it's not a human brain. Right. right? They're saying it's an animal's brain. Yeah. Oh, still. But they, hold on. But they can't tell you which animal it's from. Hold on. If you can't tell which animal it's from, then how you do you know it's not a human? human? Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
You know what I mean? And they could be they're just saying they're brain, just saying that the they're just saying that to kind of calm the, the yeah, like oh no, nah, it's not human, honest. Yeah. But we don't know if it is or not. But it had pink flowers in there, and I think they, they was on about six mice. What? Yeah, he was like, what the fuck? Some guy's Dead been having mice. some sort yeah. of ritual here. Well, this it sounds is, like this it. is what come up that um, is possible ritual because. Yeah, I would have thought that straight away, Ritual. Doesn't sound like it you doesn't know, sound your, average, normal. your average butcher. What are you going to do? Oh, I've cut this cow, I chop it. Instead of I chop its head off and throw it to the fire or do whatever, or the dog, I'll put it in, wrap it, put a couple of roses in there and a couple of dead mice <laughs> and throw it in the water. Or what? For seasoning. Yeah, for seasoning, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Only the best. Yeah. Only but, the finest ingredients well, for I my f- monkey brain pie. But I think they were talking about it could have been a peace offering uh, day of the dead, I think. Uh, it could have Cinco de Mayo yeah it could have I'm floated st- up uh, I'm not still it's not possible. convinced well that's that's one option that's come if come anyone across. has any information about this let me know or because if anyone's honestly, lost their this, brain if you've lost your brain yeah, why, where brain. was it found uh, 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 in Wisconsin that's the one crazy on the beach well it won't be there now you'd have to go to the morgue now I think, I if, think yeah, go, yeah but you could, it. I'm sure if you said um, I've, has anyone handed in my brain yeah, you might you might get lucky. You'll be all right. But then how are you going to say that? Someone will have to do it for you if you can't got a brain. No, it's no way. Well, it's not. Yeah. You, no, you could only... You're just taking possession of the brain. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talking of... Do you know what, right? Well, You know when you're at work? Yeah. Yeah. And um, you're having... <laughs> you, you want a bit of five minutes. Oh, right? more like ten, yeah. Everybody's got that little spot. Yeah. Do you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Where you can slow puff. Yeah, you can for a couple of minutes. Couple of minutes, yeah. And just have a sig, have a fag, chill your boots for five minutes, and then get back in. Have a brew, have a quick two-minute rest up or whatever. Yeah, even if it's just sitting on the loo. Well, Well, this railway worker, all right, been suspended. What? Now, I mean, he's he's taking it too far. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, this railway worker, he's been suspended after his man cave. What? Was discovered okay underneath a railway. Oh, and um, the authorities were tipped off by an, an anonymous party that the this, this worker was holding um, drunken parties in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. so he's commandeered a room um, at his station or wherever he works. Yeah, and um, he's turned it into a man cave and uh, started uh, using it as a bit of a hangout. Hey, why <clears> not? <throat> hey, if it's a free place, well, well, no, well, the the uh, railways um, obviously thought it was a bad idea because they've suspended him. See, see, no one can have fun these days. No, that. I mean, well, what is he working? Hey, well, what yeah. do I look like, guy who ain't lazy? If he's in there when he's not working, then fair dues. If he's not, you know, not being disrespectful to the place. What? So if it was his brew time? Yeah, if it was like his little den, like you said, like his little, you know, hobby little room. Yeah. You know, people can have a party chat. You know. Yeah, he's having a party though, and having a party. I mean, I think he was drinking and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think obviously there's a difference between having. Depends how big his party. Having your lunch break. Yeah. And oh well, uh, you don't want to party on your lunch break now. Well, do you, yeah, really? but this is it. Is he coming there back in in private nice. time? How big was the room? Was it a function size room or um, what? Well, it must be. And plus, if it it's underground, it yeah. must be quite good for noise. So, like, yeah. you know, is it going to be? Is he been throwing Traffic raves down there or something? Hey, yeah. Hey, now if he was getting profit from it, then that's then that's a different matter. story, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we could be blowing this way out of proportion. Like yeah. he's got a hanger. 
yeah. or something, yeah. but like yeah. it could be like just a like shed. a literary fucking shed, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like with a table. You can fit two people in there in a chair. Well, good. I mean, fair enough, but I mean, the guy's been suspended now, so it's obviously a short-lived dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm wondering like um, whether like he's going to have, um, he's, he's not going to have access to that. Well, not, no, no, not unless there's another way. Yeah. Might be able to get out. Oh, well. You never know. Yeah, uh, so. Well, uh, uh, I've got to say, uh, people, uh, this is probably a health warning than anything. This is a public service announcement brought to you in part <laughs> by Taylor. Yeah, uh, well, there was a construction wor- uh, worker in America who was. Uh, was he hoggling at ladies? No, he was eating. Oh, okay. And he. Uh, what was he in on the beams, like in the old school movies, like um, oh, eating no, his lunch on a beam? He'll kick his ass for that shit now. Okay, go on. Uh, so he's uh, for uh, two weeks straight. He would have a bag and a half of black licorice. Right. So uh, the other week he come in, finished his bag, dropped dead. He's poisoned himself. Licorice poisoning. Well, actually, it, it turns out this is what the science don't are eat licorice. Now. It's grim. They're saying if you drink more, if you drink, if you eat more than two ounces a day for two weeks straight, what it seems to do is it brings your sodium level down in your body, and it also messes with your electrolytes, and it it basically messes your internal. So why did he? So did he think he was eating it for a health thing? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. But See, then this again, is the he problem. should be having like three shits a day with that. This is liquid. the problem, man. Yeah, but licorice root yeah. and stuff is supposed to be good for you chewing licorice root. Yeah, yeah, but, but only so much. It's the same yeah, with it's the same with else. anything, isn't it? Yeah. I think if you overdo anything, yeah, like if you, eat, man, if you yeah. eat enough chocolate, you could probably kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, <coughs> that guy who did McDonald's nearly did, didn't he? <coughs> oh, yeah, the supersize yeah, me guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a few t- uh, testimonies on uh, food and, like, you know, you're mixing and matching it and not just uh, staying with the same thing. Oh it's yeah, just just, just eating yeah. eating anything or you know doing anything in yeah, excess you've got to make some variety, man. is um, not going to be a, a good good outcome, is it? No, 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 no. So no, you'd be blocked like fuck, man. So I mean, so, yeah. So what's the lesson there? I think just um, just don't do anything in excess. I think, isn't it? Yeah, I think so myself. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, two, two, but it's pretty fast at two and a half weeks. Yeah. Well, two two weeks. Well, I think if it depends if he was eating that much at home as well. Do well, you know what I mean? a bag and a half a day. Well, so let's say in the morning he had half a bag until lunchtime, and then like after lunch he went and had a couple of more, and by the end of the shift he finished the bag. Wow, he must half. have been just really addicted to it, unless he knew that that was going to happen, and he was just nah, really. I don't think. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's like widely uh, thrown out there that. Eating too much liquid. Yeah, it doesn't. It yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's never come up where no, I it thought hasn't, hasn't really. that it was um, something that you know could poison somebody yeah. with ex, you know exposed it use or whatever. But it's like rice. that's crazy. Rice has got um, um, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, I can't remember what the bleeding drug is. Rice has got a, dr- uh, a dangerous drug in it in small proportions. It's um, fingers and it arsenic. Arsenic. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, so you know what I mean, and it's same with nuts. Nuts contain uh, can he, anyone who's allergic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you you know. can even uh, eat nuts, go and sleep with someone, and uh, kill them by sleeping with them. Talking about rice, yeah. Actually, oh yeah. You know what? Wow. Uh, this is going to be. Uh, you know, this is one of those, isn't it? You know what really grinds my gears? Oh yeah, Uncle Ben's. 
right? Uncle the rice, yeah, yeah right. So we're owned by Mars, yeah, yeah, and they're changing the name. What of Uncle Ben's? This is bollocks. The wrong, yeah, serious. This is bang out joking. of order now. Right, so they're turning it into Ben's Originals or Ben's Original. Ben's Originals, what? Rice. No. Ben's no. Original. Uncle Ben's got a better. Uncle to Ben, it. Yeah, yeah, with well. great power comes great, great responsibility, responsibility about rice. Yeah, yeah. Now they're claiming yeah. that it's to be more um, an inclusive brand. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I think, obviously, Uncle Ben's is Uncle Ben's, and everyone yeah. knows Uncle Ben's. It's not, um, you know, what what are they trying to say about Uncle Ben's? That, that they needed to feel the need to change the packaging and the name and the slogan and all the rest of it. I yeah. think we're at a time where now where... It's fucking uh, up Spider-Man movies, because what we got to say now, well, oh, Ben's original. And we've got... It, it's like His everything we've known original. from the past is... Is being slightly rubbed out, but it's I, I just can changed see why. and altered. No, but sometimes I feel like it's unnecessary. Yeah, you know what I mean. Another True. one is KFC. Yeah, yeah. Now they've done it right. Wow, they've they changed done? their slogan from "It's finger licking good." Hey. Yeah, because of Corona. Yeah. Oh. Now they want to avoid it. Say you yeah. know it holds finger licking in a in the slogan. So you know they don't want people to be licking the fingers. It's not hygienic at the moment. That's true. Coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, but surely but, you're going to wash your hands before you're going to eat. So anyway. they're changing the name or they're changing the slogan. They're going with the times because it's um, a public health cry. You know this Uncle Ben's thing. They're changing it because um, what? what because well, no, they're trying. They're saying that they want to be more inclusive. And I don't understand what that means. Well, they're trying to say, they're trying to put a racial thing on it, aren't they? Yeah, they're doing like That's what what it looks like. When they were trying to get rid of the Red Indian from... From uh, the Washington Redskins, yeah. It's like, like, well... It's getting a bit stupid on that side on on some points, but... Actually, I can actually um, see where Actually, do you know, the the, the Uncle Ben character um, was just some guy. Yeah. They, They paid him a bit of money yeah. to be the face of yeah. their product i think yeah. there's no connotations to it i no. think like you know there's no sort of like that guy got a fair wage for his likeness to be used on a product and if you want to change I mean? it don't change i don't it. understand don't what, what the what the problem is there but you know if you've got a comment on it like let us know and um you leave it in the in the comments um i think the the, the finger licking good thing i can understand why they've done that and yeah. moved away from it uh, but it, that again, but, it's um, like such an old um, freight catchphrase of the company. I would have put Uncle Ben's, kept it, and put uh, other ethnic uh, people in there and gone Uncle Ben's. There's a, a range instead of just going right. We'll just get rid of it. Well, yeah, considering they do, they and do all the different types all of ethnic. It would be cheaper eth- as well. Well, if they want, if they if they want, well, no, they're trying to say all well, inclusive. The name. Ah, yeah, 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 but that's different, isn't it? Yeah, that because they've, money. they've they've contradicted themselves there, yeah. right? Because you've just made a very very good point. Yes, thank right? you very much. Thank you. The the <laughs> called Ben's original now. Yeah, right. They're trying to break away from the Uncle Ben's um, branding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. They make all different ethnicity, ethnic types of rice. Yeah. 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 So they make rice from all different types of ethnicities. Yeah. Yeah. So how is that being more inclusive? I think they need to take a step back. Well, I suppose that it, that's being more inclusive, but but what's... Oh, anyway, <laughs> we could argue about this. I yeah, might be I true. might be fucking talking out my ass, but you know when? Never mind. Nah, it's right. 
Uh, yeah, anything else you've discovered in the in the world? In the world of interest. Oh, the wor- yeah. In the world of, in- worlds of interest. I've got one. Have you got one? Oh, I've got one here, yeah, one. which I thought was pretty interesting, actually. One. Um, they've put a wax statue or wax sculpture yeah. in, um, in somewhere in Florida. Okay. And it's supposed to raise climate change awareness. And I thought it was a good idea because, obviously, it's a wax sculpture and it melts. Does it melt? Yeah, it's a sculpture of a man and his grandson. Um, it's basically been left on a bench, and um, it's, it's, a bit me- sick, it's isn't it? left there melting. It is, but I mean, at the end of the day, if you walk past that every day, it's going to be a bit of an eye opener for you, isn't it? Yeah, I think you'll be going there every day just to see how far it's gone. Well, and who's done some damage to it? It was the CLEO Institute installed the sculpture and Ooh. picked in the old man and his grandson. Grandson. Or granddaughter, sorry, oh. uh, sitting on a park bench outside the um, Orlando City Hall. Jeez, man. So yeah, it's um, pretty much a kind of like a, a a meeting point for people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can understand what it's trying to say, but it's hot in Florida. Do you know what I mean? Well, anyway, yeah, of, course. of course, but that like, I've sort of. On the climate thing, I've sort of not changed my mind, but I've sort of. Oh no, I agree that we we've we have done we have made an effect, but I think as yeah, well like we've got COT. other other aspects going on. Yeah, but still, I still kind of maintain my opinion on it. To be honest, yeah, I'm still sort of in the right opinion, <coughs> but I, I I know more about it, and like you can't change it fast because of like global dimming because either way oh you've been looking into yeah. this global dimming haven't you global yeah. dimming will uh, uh, be a lot worse you always have to be on the opposite flip flop well no, <laughs> but, no but you've got to see both sides instead of just looking at the glory you've got to look at the bad as well you know what I mean? you do you do and then, you, then you're more aware of what's going to what could go, go wrong yeah exactly yeah, you know if I mean? anything's going to go wrong yeah. you know you're on there yeah. yeah you're on the ball so go on yeah. have you, well, so you had a story for me Oh, have you seen this about... Um, I nearly sat on my cat then. Fucking cat behind me. Sorry. Squash it. Go on. Go on squashed it. Fucking have you. She'll have your eyes out, that one. Go on. Um, have you seen this about, like, Welsh villages and um, little places in, like, Essex? I know well, yeah. Wales is closed down a bit at the moment. But yeah, and what, there what? were students come, uh, come out today, like... Or gathering together, it was like, what oh the yeah, fuck yeah, I've doing? seen loads of like um, Instagram video. I mean, I don't want to knock young people or yeah. students, or whatever. I mean, I know what I remember what it was like, and I think yeah, but you, you got to think about it no, I understand you know, that, and I was thinking about myself like you know what what I would have been like in, yeah. if this was happening when I was a teenager. Yeah, and to be honest, I don't even remember. I I actually was thinking I probably would be partially unaware of most of what was going on. Yeah, because you know what I mean. Because I don't pay attention. You think you're invincible. You're more concentrating on where you're going on Friday night. You're not bothered about the news, and people will warn you, but you just go, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I have no consequence for doing my actions. Not knocking you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, everyone's everyone does it, right? Yeah, and um, you know, but it and but I think it's more government as well it's coincidence that all this has happened you can't blame the students for be going yeah, to university and stuff true, and what and wanting to do the things that students do yeah. like have a party and freshers week well, and all the rest of it in Scotland Scotland they had to shut down because I think what 120 people had got it so everyone had to stay in the dorms 
and was not allowed to go home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's these fears for a lot of students not being able to go back for Christmas now because they'll all be in quarantine. Yeah. Um, Especially in like student halls or, um, you know, other students. Yeah, they've got no food, no money. But the the, the thing is, though, I mean, it's like I say, it's not the students. I do blame the fact that we've kind of um, brought all the students back. So at this, you know, when everything's kind of like flared up again. But um, when I I say I've seen a lot of videos on Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that of um, gatherings um, of students like in Surrey and a lot of other places. Yeah. um, And you've got to think, well, it's not, again, it's the people organising these gatherings who aren't putting in the work to kind of make sure people are social distancing, making sure people are wearing masks. A lot and of people, it's on profit first, mainly. At the end of the day, we knew this first. was going to happen with people wearing masks. It's like you go up and try and enforce that with somebody, and they just and they've had a drink, yeah, and they're going to go, mm, "Fuck you, well, mate!" That's I don't why really we got care. short ten o'clock. But, but but again, I just don't think this is it. It's like right, look at the population as a whole, yeah. right? You got a population of as a pie, right? Yeah. You've got a good half of that pie are under eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. They don't use pubs, yeah. right? The yeah. kids. Um, ch- children, teenagers, got a lot more um, old yeah. people now. Then you've got another good portion of that um, that pie. You were teetotals. Yes, uh, don't, yeah. drink. Yeah. don't drink. Yeah, right. Often. Then you've got who else? Who else is included? These, you know, it's like only a small, only a portion of the population. You're talking about is, is a pub, is a pub goer. Yeah, yeah, a pub user. Yeah. Right. So f- to cater for that small portion of the country, you'll put. That whole other pie, all the rest of the pie at risk. I don't get that. Yeah, and but that's I what I don't, don't understand. I don't understand mm. why they think that things switch on and off at certain times. Like we can, we we're not allowed that. You can you can start drinking earlier on in the day. Then that's what just people will start drinking at one rather than going out at eight. Yeah, but we are in a, in a way as well. We are being used as guinea pigs from the government because the government don't. Oh, of course, they're know testing all this on. shit yeah. on us, aren't they? And I mean, at the end of the day, but it's like. It, it just seems like someone's just throwing ideas out there and they're going with every idea, you wow. know, and then changing Have it in the mind idea? again. Oh, this is it. <laughs> well, it's like we've it, yeah. run out of ideas. It's like they've got some fucking... Well, nugget, no, we're nugget watching other tank. countries. That's the thing. We're watching other countries yeah, and seeing maybe. how there's... Because they're, uh, they're, uh, they're, uh, the viruses get in, like, double... Uh, in doubling and doubling. There, and now it's hitting us roughly. Every week it's doubling, doubling. But um, yeah, I, uh, there's uh, more to it on um, kind of flights in and out. You've got millions of people going in and out. Why are you having people going in and out if we're supposed to be quarantining anyway? Yeah, totally. There was uh, a rumor that um, we were going to close our borders at some point. But yeah, there's. I a mean, in this America, week obviously we've are, changed a lot of things, um, so it's a lot of getting used to. Yeah, um, and what about these old military bases that are going into like little villages? Opening up and putting more immigrants uh, in there. Instead. Who knows? I don't there's know anything loads. about. Yeah, well, yeah, there's loads. That of stuff sounds going like on. it's something else. Yeah, and well. uh, people who report <laughs> he's on arrested. one. He's on one now. Yeah, well, oh, well. no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, that it's been um, untold. There's no, I'm sure there's a lot there. of stuff going on like yeah. that. I mean, for example, I don't didn't know about right, but I'm sure yeah. that there's stuff going on behind closed doors, or yeah. even while this is in the forefront. 
that isn't being reported yeah, because yeah. The, focus, not being reported. the focus is too much on corona. Well, and that, with that yeah. in mind, yeah. let's move on. Yes. Because obviously it's going to be, I think over the next couple of weeks, we're going to hear a bit more about yeah, it. Yeah, I think we're all going to um, know. So obviously we'll um, try and we'll try, we'll try and not cover it as much as we can. Um, but obviously, Anything one message we one message bringing. we will give you is stay safe about, and um, obviously just yeah, look don't after be scared. You, look after yourself and yeah. others. Yeah. Uh, on that note, right, I've got one last story before we move on to NASA news. Yeah. Uh, Evil can evil. Oh right. Remember that guy? Great man. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. He was a genius. Well, his son is suing Disney. Oh. Huh? Why? Having this. His son's suing Disney. Suing Disney. Over Toy Story 4. Because in Toy Story 4, there's a character yeah. that rep, rep resembles Evil Knievel. So Evil Knievel's son is suing Disney over the Daredevil character in the animated film Toy Story 4. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kelly Knievel. So we, oh, is it? Is, yeah, it's his son, isn't it? Um, he's held um, the publicity rights for yeah. his father's name since 1998. Yeah. And according to a US um, district court, Right. They've said that um, he's right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. basically because it's a trademark. Yeah. Um, said put a lawsuit against Disney, um, and Pixar. Good. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. I think it's a Disney movie, right. man. Just fucking. It's like he's claiming damages over three hundred thousand dollars. Hey, it could be three hundred, which million. is about two hundred and thirty-five thousand pound. Hey, that's not, that's nothing off them. What? You know what I mean? That's nothing off them. Well, they say it's um it it was a false endorsement see fair so. enough yeah right yeah I would judge yeah you're getting it what if I was the judge I'd probably say you're getting it just because he used the, the concept of a daredevil yeah I mean people make their own assumptions I suppose I mean wasn't called Evil Knievel was it uh, no not as far as I'm aware and one of Evil Knievel's most famous stunts apparently was uh, jumping um, loads of Buses yeah. at uh, Wembley Stadium yeah. in London in 1975. The amount of crashes he's had as well. Oh, I'm sure he it's did. Like, this is the thing. Everybody his body. That this one. is the thing when people say, "Oh, I don't want to," you know, "I can't skateboard or I can't do that. I can't do that because yeah. you know I'll hurt myself." Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> I don't think you can do any of that stuff without um, hurting yourself a little bit. Well, if you don't it's hurt yourself, it, you're not going to learn, are you? What? You, you also, how are you going to learn alternatively? Uh, well, yourself, you, you'll learn. He was he was seriously injured so many times. Though. Yeah, yeah. I think he was seventy five mo- most motorcycle jumps, yeah. but then he died obviously of lung disease in nine and two thousand and seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was sad, but I think like the idea that they're suing Disney and well, they've sued him. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? They've done it. So I thought and I sue Disney. It's the happiest place on earth, but yeah, obviously right. I'm sure that they make too much money. So yeah. if they're going to try and get a bit of money out of them. Yeah, why not? Go for why it. the hell not? Why not? Hey. They're going to spend it on toilet roll. Oh, actually, so right, NASA news. Yeah, right. NASA. Apparently, the ISS is leaking. Oh, right. It's leaking air. Oh, not good. Right, so NASA. Not good at all. Um, three of the crew members um, have kind of talked about it. And they're struggling to find it, what's happening. Oh, could this be what happened the other day where there was an emergency and um, there was uh, debris that was flying right past them because there's a zone that they have to uh, to stay away from all the debris 
and it could have been a part of that that's gone through through the shuttle actually oh maybe thinking about it well they said they had a leak and they detected it yeah yeah Oh, sorry, my page keeps freaking out on some pa- on some um, pages, you know. And our technology is supposed to I know, to isn't it? it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so NASA said that um, they found the leak and it was detected in September 2019. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was no present or immediate danger. Despite um, efforts to figure out where the leak was coming from, Yeah. They've, they've spent a year trying to find it and not been able to find it. That's not good, man. I know. So... Behind Summit, then. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't hold much hope, does it? When you've got a leak in your space station and oh, nobody well, can find it. it. The amount of times it walks out. Do you know what they need to do? Out. Do you know when you get a puncher in your tyre and you hold it underwater? You get bubbles, don't you? Yeah. How can they uh, do that? Yeah, How can they get bubbles? Go yeah. out. How can they um, simulate that? That's what you need to work out. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, you could suppose it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's somewhere. Yeah, there's, there's got to be, be a way. You, even if you had like, like a smoke bomb. What? A smoke bomb. Well, it's on the hatch. Oh. I think it's got to be on one of the hatch. It's it can't be like in one of or the. Or is panels. it another Sawyer's where it had that fucking hole that was made? They still never had the answer to that, did they? Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder. What that was sabotage though. We thought, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely well. sabotage. Well, an asteroid the size of a bus. Size of a bus. Yeah, again. it's coming hurtling past Earth tomorrow. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, yesterday we were missed again. Oh, this this might have been it actually. He said um, it was over the, the next couple of days. Yeah. So the astronaut, the size of a bus, is or hurtling past Earth, closer than a satellite tomorrow. Um. Or well, this is say tomorrow. Sorry. Yeah. Has yeah. it has? has yeah, has it passed. has. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> They thought it was to be around about a hundred mile asteroid, right? Okay. Yeah, pretty big that. Yeah, to be honest, it is. and to be coming closer than a satellite, that's a close damage. call. To be fair, it's crazy because we, I was talking about this a while ago about how um, you know the idea that we've had. So we, you know, when Armageddon and all their movies came out, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, how many asteroids actually do come?" past us yeah do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. and we never really knew and now we've got this sort of um, new technology where they can track asteroids a lot easier yeah but you're still getting some through like the other month where no totally the same is. yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying it's like this there seems to be quite a lot more yeah. at the moment and um we've had Becoming a few photos waves. well yeah. we've had a few photos um that suggest um that there's um something a bit bigger coming do you know what uh, i mean oh right okay. i don't know it could be you. It's it your, the, used to be your favorite topic. Well, yeah, yeah. I still it uh, could keep be my n- eye n- on it. Um, in fact, uh, I need to uh, get back into the NASA satellite imaging. And, well, uh, this asteroid was named twenty twenty SW. You don't name it twenty twenty. Why? Because. Because what? It's the shittest year going. <laughs> yeah, they found it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. but it's been the chance. Late, that, chance <laughs> that they found twenty twenty was this year. <laughs> yeah. You call it anything else. Yeah, well, nah, because it, it, nah. It's 22 kilometres. It right, man. 22 well, kilometres. Yeah. Oh, that's a big Oh, no, 22,000 kilometres. That is a biggie, son. Above the Earth's surface. Oh, Sorry. fucking hell. That's, 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 that's high up. down close, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's um, it between, between us and the moon. Well, anyway, yeah, right. So they've um, tracked it with GPS, um, and obviously um, they've checked out its surface and stuff like that. Yeah, because it can change it any... 
any moment as well. That's why they have to keep when certain ones are coming close to us, they can change at any moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it so could be yeah, classic. its actual size, it was about um, around 5 to 10 metres, 15 to 30 feet wide, <laughs> making yeah. it the equivalent of um, a small school bus. Yeah. Oh, well, that, I'm, it's I'm, mad, though, that, that, you know, these things are kind of whizzing by us, and they only yeah. tell us, like, the day after. And it's worse if they don't hit us as well. Oh, no, yeah. So if it blows up in the sky, it makes a, more vi- uh, a bigger vibration and um, gets a bigger area. Picking up good vibrations. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I wish. Well, there you go. That's the news for this week. Oh, I'm um, NASA. Oh, have you? I'll go for it. NASA is ready now to launch the new... Let, <coughs> let me just get ready. Toilet. The NASA toilet. It was the made by Harold Wallowitz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, apparently it's all ready now. Uh, to go to the International Space Station and it is 65% smaller, 40% lighter, but they're doing it so they can test it uh, before the flights to go to the moon and to Mars. Holds twice as much poo as a regular loo. Oh yeah, unless you've had spinach. Nice. Space food, mate. You're having space... You're having that dry space steak. food, dry mate. Steak. Yeah, yeah. Dry there's steak, gonna man. be no no moisture in that poo. Well, yeah, have some licorice. <laughs> Just not a lot. Just eat all your licorice yeah. and get me off this rock. Not in one go. So, is that you for your um, NASA news then? Eyes, mate. I'm done, son. Well, good man. Space yeah. toilets. Yeah. Go out with well, a fucking well, you flush. You don't have a shit, you know what I mean? Hey, well, yeah, every you always true that you even in block. space. By taking that up there, they might actually find the leak where the leak. You probably is. need one more. So if you if you battle in space aliens and stuff like that. Well, no, because you got suit then. Yeah, you just oh, leave it in there, won't you? Disgusting. You ain't got time then. Anyway, you changing into a suit. Featured podcast this week. Yeah, got a new featured podcast. We have uh, Pod Ask You. Woo! Pod, yeah, Pod Ask You podcast. Yeah, uh, two friends brought together and inspired by their love of Kevin Smith movies. Right, uh, nice. podcast, um, podcasting. You're a big fan of it. Just thought, why not? Yeah, well, I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah well. this is what we ended up getting in a bit of a um, a Kevin Smith chat. Yeah. on uh, Twitter, and um, really like the podcast as well. They talk yeah. about all things sort of pop culture, um, you know, from yeah. movies, books, all types of stuff. Good. So yeah, if you want to listen to the promo, it's here. Welcome everybody to the Bodyscue Podcast. I am. No, no, whoa, 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 dude. No, no, no. This is our promo, not the show. I'm Rico. Oh, sorry. I'm CJ, and we're the hosts of the Potaskew Podcast. We're fans of pretty much anything and everything pop culture, including movies, TV shows, books, video games, comics, music, and of course, Kevin Smith. Now, while we do keep our fingers on the pulse of Silent Bob, he certainly doesn't need our help in promoting him. You got that right. We do our own thing with inspiration from the man himself and his mantra of why not. We've got stories about celebrities, we've interviewed theories of our own for certain movies, and we can usually tend to have a great debate about anything. We also do commentaries on movies. Sometimes we ask our fans what they want to watch with us. So if you love the timber of our vocal cords and want to watch a movie at the same time, give us a listen. Stay tuned every Monday, there's always something new. And if you've been good this year, we may even give you a bonus episode from time to time. So please be good, and subscribe to and enjoy Podescube founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. There you go. Yeah, I hope man. you enjoyed that. Well uh, if you didn't, shove it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What more do you want? You've been told. Um, so, right. 
you you asked me a riddle earlier. I did, I did, <clears> I did. I wonder if you uh, remember what it was. Right. Okay. So you, you give it us again. I can't be bought, but I can be stolen with a glance. I'm worthless to one, but priceless to two. Is it affection? What am I? No. What is it? You're giving up. Is is it? No, because I, am I on the wrong right line? You're on the right lines. I'll give you that clue. Uh, is it love? <laughs> yes, it is. It is. is it? Well, that's why I was going with affection yeah. or heart. I said heart earlier. You did say heart. Yeah. You, you and I, and I thought heart, you. love. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. That's one yeah. nil. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Hey. Well done, son. Hey, I, I got my first no one. No problem. No problem at all. Yeah, I don't have the clubs. He's trying. He's trying. Is it best out of three? <laughs> no. Well, I was looking at this one. I saw another one. What I was going to give you, but I thought it'd be too easy. Go on then. As a bruiser, <laughs> I'll all give right, it you then. as a bruiser. All right then, for being a good boy and actually getting it, I'll give you this one. Right, there's a man across a lake and a dog on the other side. Oh, we're doing this one. He, gets, uh, he calls it and it goes across. It doesn't get wet. There is no bridge. There is no boat for it to go across. How does it get across? Say it again. Right, so there's right, a man, so on, a there's man, man on, on one, one side, side of the lake, a dog on the other. Yeah, right. and he whistles for it. Yeah. It goes across the lake and it's not wet, but there's no bridge. There's no going around it. it like, uh, there's nothing you can jump on to go across. Just bare water. Um, and, yeah, and it don't get wet. There's no boat. There's no ladders. There's no, you can't fly. I fuck no, was then. I yeah. don't know. You don't, don't know. know. You don't know. No. Fucking winter time, wasn't it, mate? Oh, he walked across. Eh? Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go, yeah. Yeah. Good, good one. See, I should have fucking gone with that one. You should have gone with that. I no, because I would have thought about it for a bit longer, to be honest. I'm conscious of the, the end of the show. Well, yeah, you uh, did win one. Yeah, I did I'll win. give you and, that. And plus, I was already like, yeah, yeah. I've won. Yeah, Would you, you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't need to put too much mental brain capacity into it. What? Yeah, he was on the beach, wasn't it? Yeah, we'll find we'll find out if Taylor can redeem himself next week in Probably Riddle not. Me This. Riddle Me That. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed the show this week. Yeah, man. Yay. Well, we've got some Patreon shout-outs. We have. Big shout-out to uh, Big J. Yeah, Jay. Sleeping like a baby. Big shout-out to Dunk Dunk. Dunk Dunk. Yes, sir. And an amazing shout out to Swoosh. Yes, Swooshy Woosh. I've got to come and see you soon, my son. Yeah, man. Not seen him for ages. Yeah. Um, and if you Have like what we do and you want to get involved and help us out, help keep the lights on here at the Never a Straight Answer studio, Ooh, yeah. you can go over to patreon.com slash never a straight answer and just uh, donate what you can or, yeah. you know, um, put in your, you know, there's a few different tiers and there's, there's even some bonus sort of like items you can get, yeah. like mugs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you join up, so yeah. check it out. Yeah. Um, we've got some honourable mentions this week. Yeah. And um, we've got Har- uh, Harriet Christabel Crafts. Yes, Harriet. Who made us some cool knitted stuff yeah, um, for our 100th show. It. Amazing um, UFO out of wool and that. Go yeah. and check them out on the Facebook page, Yeah. Um, which is Christabel Crafts, I think. Yes. Um, Gareth, big shout out to yes. you, sir. Keep crocking, son. Big shout out to Jesse G. Yes, Jesse. Uh, big shout out to Big Papa Crabtree. Yes. Abadouche. 
Yes. Right. Badoosh. Yeah. Um, the Duke of Marmalade himself. Yeah. Brian. Good one, Brian. Big shout out to Jimmy Evans. Jimmy. Shawnee and Chris. Yes, Shawnee Chris. Love you guys. Yeah, man. Uh, big shout out to Agent Coulson. Yes, Coulson. Got to speak to you as well. And Louise Hammond. Yes, Louise. Big shout out to Chantel W. W. Shout out to Mikey. Mikey and Mikey. Mikey's collectibles over on YouTube. Check him out and yeah, subscribe. Man. If he's still doing it, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Big shout out to Arden. Arden, yeah, man. And um, Liz Reader. Yes, She's just uh, started up her own podcast. Yes. Tales from the Haunted Farm. Go over and check that out and subscribe. Yes. Big shout out to Roger. Roger. Big shout out to Big Red Jake. Red Jake. Yeah, man. Shout out to uh, Oggy. Oggy, Oggy, Oggy. And uh, that's it for the um, honourable mentions. I've got a listener question before we get on to the podcast mentions. Oh, beautiful. A long list of podcast mentions. Um, Listener question from I Understood That Reference podcast. Okay, yes. Just said, it's quite simpler. What's your favourite tipple? Vodka. Vodka? Yeah, vodka. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got I am the home country. I drink yeah. it with vodka. Do you know actually how I you like drink vodka? I like to drink it with potatoes. I learned that you actually drink it with a pickle. We drink it with pickle. Yeah, it's you chill the nice. glass and then you put the vodka in the glass and then you eat, then with, you eat pickle. with pickle. That's what I learned from it. Yeah. Okay. But all I care is Tends to be nice radiated stuff. pickle. I like the spud, mate. I like the spud. <laughs> what can I say? Brandy for me. I do like a brandy. You like brandy? Yeah, I do you like a brandy. Oh, I know. That's why I like it. Ah, see. Yeah, a bit of brandy. Nice. Cavossier yeah. yeah. or Remy Muddy. Or a bit of rum. Nice. I, I love a bit of rum, especially as Jamaican. Oh, ah, yeah. Oh, no, oh, I do, uh, try and keep stop. off the Bacardi since I ruined equipment oh. with a pint of it. But, yeah, oh, good, yeah. good question. <laughs> yeah, 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 drunk on yeah, a podcast was, yeah. um, episode and spilt, yes. spilt beer. Don't So... <laughs> There you go. Oh, well, um, see happens, man. I know, yeah, but thanks for the question. Yeah, that was a um, great question. Do, 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 Love do. Right, okay, yeah. so we've got some podcast mentions before we scoot. Yeah, man. Some lots, actually. Lots. I stopped doing it because it was just getting too many. Yeah. We were after, like, spend... But yeah, most of the show will be... But we love <laughs> you guys. We do, so we try our best to give a shout-out to as many as we can. But you know, sometimes there's sometimes too many. it's hard, and yeah. there's co- and the and obviously the um, episodes a lot, um, yeah. go too long. Yeah. Um, Dan Bradley, big shout out to you. Yeah. Uh, the C Word Podcast, Ooh, Family Councils Podcast, Ooh, Family, the Geekdom Fancast, yes, great, great Geekdom. guys. Yeah, man. Um, straight to DVD. Yes. Go check straight. them out. Movie podcast. Uh, yeah. The Movie Seller. Oh, Seller. Beyond the Rainbow podcast. Rainbow, I like that. The Unexception, um, ec- uh, Unpredictably Un- Us podcast. Unpredictable, that. Two best friends sharing experiences. That's cool. That's good. Um, unpaid programming podcast. Really mm. funny, them guys. Yeah, yeah. I like to say, un- I understood that reference. Yes, I um, did too. On Second Watch podcast. Oh, Second Watch. Um, Malice. Malice. Who's, um, who's our, been our um, featured the last couple of weeks. They have indeed. Um, straight up enigmas. Enigma, which is a paranormal and true crime podcast. Oh, that's alright. Um, winning about um, heresy, or heresy. whining about? Is it whining about heresy or winning? Uh, I don't know. Whining. It must be. Whining. Dabbing dads. dads. Two dads who know a bit about dabbing. Hey, well, you know. Bacon games. Bacon. Oh, I like. Bacon. Yeah, they do stuff about um, the NFL oh, and right. LMB. Oh, right, yeah. okay. It's football stuff, I assume. Yes. Um, Op Pirate Bunnies in Space. 
<laughs> Bunnies gonna, in I'm going to follow you like guys that. because, yeah, we weren't following you, but we are now. Really? Uh, lights, camera, no. Oh, no. Um, David, slightly below cool. Oh, David. don't know. He's the host of um, Rooster Bat Show. Rooster? Yeah. Uh, round and round and around podcast. Oh, well, you got to go around, haven't you? Oh, here's a couple of guys that I'm going to big shout out to. The Manchester Movie Moguls. Oh, yeah. Uh, Manchester Represent. And they're moguls. A podcast from Manchester, UK. Yes. And they decide whether they Best should be the bagged or tagged. Yes. Yeah, Good check choice. them out. Go and uh, subscribe. Um, bring on the weird. Yeah, we like a bit of weird. Also, student the student verdict. A true crime project. A true crime podcast. Ooh, baby and verdict. that's Emily who hosts. Go on, girl. Uh, so doing? horrified. Oh, I was. I was. <laughs> that's a comedy <laughs> podcast. Married couple. All oh, right. Sadie and Matt. Oh. They have a laugh. Scary movies and stuff. Ah, good stuff, man. I like um, that. Show. The Fun with Friends podcast. Yeah, I like Fun with Friends. Yeah. Spy Hards. Maybe you got to be a spy. That's here, a weekly it? classic spy cinema. Yeah, I like that. I love how many different types of podcasts there are. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. I don't even know what that's called. I can't, you've, you've, you've made your Summit fans papa. Summit fans papa? I can't, I don't oh, even know. Oh, yeah. Because you use a mad characters and I can't read your name. So shoot the flick. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Shoot the flicks podcast. Oh, obviously shoot. a movie and um, one. The the um T T A B A. T T B T A. Yeah, I don't even know what that one. But check them out. Yeah. Um, that song from that movie. Oh yeah, I like that song. Remote takes oh. for nerds by nerds. Oh yes, there's a lot of nerds. I love these guys. Uh, the movie, che- the movie chef co- podcast. Oh, baby chef! Huh? Oh my god, I'm out of breath. <laughs> and um, Rev- what's that? Revere's true crime podcast. Oh, we like a bit of true crime. There we go. We That's do. everybody. Yeah. Glad we got everyone in. Fuck it out. Yeah, that's, like, that's that's a long list now, man. Well, yeah, that's the end of the do. show. If you'd like to get in touch and you've made it this long, yeah, yeah, we well salute done. you. Yeah. Um, you Keep can get offending. in touch by um, emailing us at neverstraightanswer at gmail.com. You can hit us up at um, Twitter at NASA underscore never or go to Instagram where we've actually get clues for upcoming episodes yeah. plus cool images all week. Um, you yeah. can get in touch. We use we use a DM on both Twitter we and do. Instagram. Um, we're available on all podcast platforms including Amazon, uh, Spotify, iTunes, all the good places. So Make sure you subscribe, Best leave questions. us a review, or whatever you do. Yeah. Um, give us a fat question. Big questions, man. Yeah, we love a question. We love a question. But other than that, we'll catch you next week. We, we hope will. you've enjoyed the show. We've oh. got some absolute great content coming your way. Oh, yeah. So make sure you subscribe. We'll catch yeah. you next time. I've been Gaz. I've been Taylor. We've been the Never a Straight Answer podcast. Peace. Uh,